Hello and welcome to the ninth episode of the Pointy Hatcast. I am your host Sam, also known as Doki O'Brien on Twitch, and we are joined today by our co-host, fellow plant people Barry. Hello, everyone. And Isaiah is running a bit late, dropping his parents off at an airport in Japan. Today's episode is on a pretty well-loved sci-fi movie, Blade Runner, and its lesser-known sequel, Blade Runner 2049. As a side note, we are actually bad at this. I made a mistake on our first uh, Pointy Hat to Go episode. Our email is actually pointyhatcast at gmail.com. There is no duh in front of it. (laughs) Once again, pointyhatcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions or comments or requests for movies for us to watch, please hit us up with the email. Alright, here we go. Uh, Blade Runner was released on June 1982 in the U.S., it was directed by Ridley Scott. The script was written by Hampton Fancher and David White Peoples. It stars a lot of people, but a few of them are Harrison Ford, Edward James Olmos, which is uh, Captain Adama, right? <laughs> Sean Young, Rucker Hare. Admiral Adama, I'm sorry. Uh, Admiral, sorry. Uh, Daryl <laughs> Hannah and many more. Currently, as of this podcast, it has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 90% for critics and 91% for the audience. It is based off of a Philip K. Dick novel, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? And then we have Blade Runner 2049, which was released on October 2017 in the U.S. It was directed by Denis Villanueva. <laughs> Denis Villanueva. Uh, sh- sure. The script was written by Hampton Fancher and Michael Green. It stars Harrison Ford, Ryan Gosling, David Batiste, and the Armas, Sylvia Hoykes. Did I say that right? I don't know, and Jared Leto, and many more. There's a lot of people in these movies. I can't list all of them. Uh, Currently, as of this podcast, it has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 87% for critics and 81% for audience. All right, we'll do our thoughts on the movie. What's 81% of 10? Yeah, 8 is the number of people that like this movie because that's how many people (laughs) want to see it. (laughs) Oh, dude. I just want to say that I, I love this movie. I thought it was a lot more fun and engaging, but it, I felt it was less well-crafted than the original. But we'll get into that. Uh, I would out. say the exact opposite, actually. Really? I would say the exact okay. opposite. Okay. Well, not the exact opposite. I think this is this is a better movie in basically every way than the original. The only thing that it's um, not as yeah. good at is that it's not groundbreaking. Um, nothing oh. in this movie has never been done before. Uh, the original Blade Runner, it wasn't a hundred percent groundbreaking. Most of the stuff they were doing had been done before, but it was True. the first like cyberpunk film noir. It kind of invented this genre, I think. I want to say it kind of invented this genre. Yeah, uh, if it didn't invent it, definitely popularized it with this movie. I feel like. I don't know if it even popularized it because really? it wasn't it okay. wasn't popular <laughs> when it came out. It was not popular. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Thinking back, think, I'm saying with hindsight. Yeah, but I mean, no, aesthetically, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very very influential film. You can see echoes of it in many movies mm. in decades yep, to come. Yeah, totally. Uh, man, that original people like people hated it when it came out. Okay. Uh, nobody Wait, are you cared. talking about the theatrical release? The theatrical release. First of all, because the okay. theatrical release was garbage. Um, yes. The original Blade Runner with Ridley Scott, uh, the theatrical cut, 
was a little bit different in composition and structure, but mostly they featured this horrible uh, narration, <laughs> like voiceover by Harrison Ford, that like he he didn't want to do, and you could really tell he didn't want to do. Yeah, I read some of the lines of dialogue, and it was the most typical like detective movie. Like, it didn't fit with the rest of the movie. The vibes it gave off. It was so... It felt like a B-tier movie dialogue. Whoever wrote that. I'm I glad they took it out. I mean, film noir, in general, is like... You know, that's kind of how it is. It's very... very that's kind of how it is. But this is very cyberpunk. <laughs> but I mean, the, the problem is that... Um, yeah. It was just so on the nose. Like, he's just, like, explaining to you what you should feel and what you should think. Yeah. And yeah. that's, like, not the point of the movie, you know? It's like, that's what my wife called me. Cold f- sushi. Cold fish. Cold, <laughs> I was like, what? Cold fish. <laughs> what? All right, that fits, like, the noir part, but, like, not this movie. It's tackling some serious issues or, like, things that you want to think about for sci-fi at its time, I guess. It's typical. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if era, there exists but... a perfect cut of this movie. There's, like, 20 different cuts. Uh, the one I, uh, I watched the director's cut and and I enjoyed that. I watched the fine the final cut or the ultimate cut. I don't remember exactly mm-hmm. which one. They're they're pretty simple. But the main differences are uh, some remastered elements, mm-hmm. and uh, the narration's gone, and the 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 unicorn is in. Are the main differences? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, I saw yeah I saw the unicorn. And we'll talk about that a little. bit. Okay, but yeah, it's one of the more controversial that. parts of this film. Uh, for yeah. people who care about it, uh, the vast majority yeah. of people do not care about it. <laughs> uh, it it's, it's gained a very dedicated cult following since its release because mm. people realized that it was actually a pretty good movie. It was a pretty it good is. movie. Um, but yeah, when it came out, it was it panned box office, it panned critically, I think. I want to say it panned critically mm. originally as well. Um, and yeah, uh, I think the new film features better stuff in every department better performances better composition um i mean visual visually i'll give it equivalent because we have mm-hmm. they have a lot more money and a lot more techniques to pull upon now you know yeah um but as like a, a script and as a movie i think it's just better in every way oh i disagree with that yeah. Well, I'll get into it later. <laughs> sure. Why well, disagree? Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Those are my thoughts. Okay. Yeah. For me, uh, when I first watched the first Blade Runner, I think it was back in college, and I was like, "All right, this movie is hyped up as one of the best sci-fi movies, you know, like highly regarded." So I watched it, and I wasn't really thinking at the time. I was just watching it. Just letting it wash over me, really. And I was like, man, this is so boring. It's like I didn't pay attention to any scene, any detail. I just I just remember the end where the android dies and uh, the replicant. And I was like, wow, this was really boring. Nothing happened. They didn't I mean, fight, really. <laughs> you're correct. It is yeah, a boring yeah. movie. <laughs> it is boring. And then so I, I rewatched it again. And, man, there's... Uh... It's actually really well made. I really like the editing in this movie. I heard that the original cut was like four hours long. And they're like, no, 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 no. It won't make sense to the audience. You got to cut it down. And I think they did a fantastic job. I feel like almost every scene in that movie plays a part. 
except for a few that you could take out or shorten. Uh, I saw that part where you're talking about where he goes to interview the snake lady and he puts on this fake voice, right? <laughs> it's pretty bad, it, right? It's pretty bad. And I was like, that part didn't need to be in the movie. Like, you could have taken it out, just cut to him going into the room and then just talking to her and then she just attacks him and they fight. And that could have been pretty uh, good there. And then he yeah. just shoots her. That would Yeah, just shoots her. Yeah, exactly. That would have yeah. worked perfectly and... Um, you know, that one, other than that scene, I thought the editing was super tight on that one. And I really liked, and Isaiah said this too, the motivations of the main antagonist or antagonist. (laughs) Rutger Howard? Yeah. Uh, uh, Roy Batty. Uh, so like, I really liked the end scene too, because he wasn't actually fighting back. He was just chasing him and with the intention of letting him go at the end. Or maybe not. He just, uh, you know, if he wanted to kill him, he would have just dropped him off the building. But like, it's complicated. It's complicated. It's complicated. And the only thing that he wanted was to be remembered and, and to live a life and have those experiences count. I thought that was a very touching end. Other than the weird dove he managed to hold, and I was like, where did that come from? Just finding a random dove. <laughs> and he's holding it the entire time. And I'll let it go as he dies. And I was just joking that it, he was hiding it in his boxers, and that, that bulge wasn't his uh, <laughs> dong. It was just the bird. <laughs> and he pulls it out to last epic second. android bulge. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that that's scary, dude. Just imagine like a half naked dude just running at you and you can't stop him. I think that's more scary than a really hot robot lady uh, who's trying to stab you. I'm like, oh, this is. I'm probably gonna die here, but <laughs> at least it'll <laughs> be looks... easy on the eyes. Yeah, yeah, it's easy on the eyes, but this guy is just terrifying. Whereas, whereas Rutger Hauer will just will just st- will just fucking rip out your eyes, shove yeah. his thumbs <laughs> into your skull. Let's <laughs> go. And and then for Blade Runner twenty forty nine, I was really sad that this movie uh, isn't didn't do better because I thought it was visually stunning. Yeah, I think it's it's well shot because it's not like the typical you know every scene in the original is nighttime and it's rainy, it's dark, it's grimy. It it set the aesthetic correctly, but like this one, dare to use some color. You know, there's a lot of color in there while keeping the griminess, and I thought it was really fun. I was interested. I think the characters are more developed, but I don't think they're better. They can... use, uh, yeah. Other than they use yeah. a lot, a lot more of the color palette, a lot of oranges, a yeah. lot of a uh, lot of green, There's white, a, a little bit of green. <laughs> snow. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the original uh, is just like gray, 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 gray. Yeah. There's a little bit of blue, some more gray. <laughs> just like we get it, we get it. <laughs> the future but is yeah, bleak. Uh, we yeah, got it. Big. <laughs> uh, I didn't like the motivations of the characters. Some of the narrative elements weren't uh, as logical as I liked them to be. But for me, the the best part of the movie was the character played by Ryan Gosling, K. Dude, yeah. I, he he is the most tragic character I've ever seen. In I really you know, had my doubts when I saw him cast for this movie. Yeah, me too. I'm like, really? Huh? Really? Yeah, and he played it perfectly. Oh, it was great. I lo- it was I lo- great. Not only that, his his story is so tragic. It's one of the saddest stories ever. Yeah. <laughs> nothing went his way. Like, absolutely nothing. 
Well, no, I wouldn't say that. I'd say that the ending is actually pretty hopeful. Yeah, um, hopeful, yeah, hopeful. It's sad, I get, but, but like, there's there's like a little sad. bit of there's a little bit of triumph there, which is yeah, which is pretty nice. Pretty nice, pretty nice. But yeah, uh, anyways, like the overarching narrative, overarching narrative, uh, I didn't like as much, and some of the key plot elements, like thrusts, I didn't buy at all. That's why I, I liked it less. Which There's one? some scenes in there too. What? What didn't you buy? Okay, if you just want to get into it right now, so like the whole concept, oh, we should explain it briefly for the people listening in. So the original Blade Runner is there are androids called replicants. They are basically genetically created humans that are stronger and just as intelligent, but they have a four-year lifespan. And they're used as a slave labor force in the outer worlds. So they're going out off of Earth. They're trying to build an empire for humanity. And they need a disposable slave labor force to have that happen. And they're using... Uh, they're not robots. They're replicants. And uh, it's illegal to be a replicant on Earth. Uh, they will retire you, which means they're just going to kill you. And Harrison Ford plays a Blade Runner, which is a... It's basically a space detective that hunts down replicants that go rogue. <laughs> right. And yeah. And then the story of Blade Runner, the original one, is there's a, a group of six replicants that went rogue and crashed back on Earth. Two of them died trying to get into uh, this company that made them. And then the story is the four of them trying to do their thing. Basically, they're trying to find a way to live longer. And Harrison Ford is tasked with killing them. Uh, Blade Runner 2049 is the replicants. Uh, they fixed it, quote-unquote, and now they obey. And this is a movie where uh, basically Harrison Ford married, not married, but like had a baby with the replicant. With Rachel. Sean Young. Yeah, Sean Young. Is it, is it and then, uh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, Which is new... probably the least, the least believable part. Yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> And Jared Leto, who plays the main uh, quote-unquote villain or the new CEO of the of the company, Wallace, uh, he wants that baby so that he can create replicants that can procreate because he can't build them fast enough. So he wants replicants to multiply so he can go faster in conquering space. Yeah, right, he literally wants it. to breed them so he can get yep. more. Yep. <laughs> so this is why I, I kind of didn't, I didn't buy it. Like it might have made sense in that universe and the character's head, but for me it didn't. Um, so the main thrust was like, all right, we need we need that replicant baby because it's a symbol of hope for replicants and a symbol of fear for the humans. Because they're like, oh, if replicants can breathe, we're equal to humans. But the thing is, you can't. Rachel was the only one who could, and she died. And then. Um, that's why Wallace is looking for this baby so he can create more replicants that can procreate. But, you know, it's been said in the previous movie that uh, you can't change the genetics of the current replicants. So all the existing replicants can't procreate right now. Other than, uh, yeah, that was it. Like, so for me, the whole thrust of like, oh, we need this baby or like that was a symbol of fear for humanity, whatever. I didn't buy it because Rachel was the only one and she's dead. It's about seizing the means for production, Sam. I know. I know. <laughs> I know what it means, but like as a narrative, like the story beats just just the story to take out all the meaning behind it. It's just it's I, I didn't buy it. Well the, you know? the was idea like, was I don't think the idea was ever to get the current 
replicants to be able to have children. I think it's. I, I know. Well, I'm saying the like future, it defeats the purpose. Yeah, yeah the, the future. future yeah. But that's only if Wallace creates a line of replicants that can procreate after he gets his hands on, on the uh, the baby. That's his motivation. Right? I think the motivation. Yeah, that's his motivation. Well, so the motivation for him is to just be able to make more. The motivation yeah. for because he wants to conquer space now and he wants to do it faster. So I get that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the cop wants to find it because she wants to kill it because uh, they can't allow replicants to control yep. like their own destiny. You know. Yep. That's the yeah. idea. And then the replicant revolution wants it because they want to control their destiny. Yeah, they're like, we're going to be free, we control our own destiny, and all that. And I was yeah. just like, well, <sighs> it, I mean, didn't, it, it I didn't buy it. It made sense to me. It, it, it kind of made sense, but like logically speaking, they can't procreate unless Wallace gets his hands on the child. Well, why not? And then well, the, the, the child can it. procreate. That, that was the point, right? The, the child, child oh yeah, the child can procreate. Yeah, the child is, is still technically a replicant, but she can she should be able to procreate. Is the is what I what that's I got. True, from it. That's true, that's true. But still, uh I, st- I still didn't buy it. Like it's not like all of a sudden replicants can procreate and we're like, Oh, we're finally equal to humans, you know, like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, so like that that thing I didn't Speaking buy. Of which, like, oh my god, yeah. I'm looking at the uh, keywords on IMDb. Yeah. The the top keywords are black bra, menage a trois, short skirt, micro mini skirt, two women, okay, one okay. man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So like another problem I had, okay, was uh first of all Joy the AI hologram for K for Ryan Gosling, she's perfect. <laughs> like as I said, she's Bay. Oh my god, dude, like. But why was she there? You know, like I didn't like this too much emphasis on this character who's too perfect and like uh, basically uh, it's kind of it's, a robot waifu. Well, that's the point. It's like um, he's basically playing The Sims in real life. Yeah, yeah, I I understand um, that part, and like it plays into his the tragedy or the arc of his character, where the only person that loads him back is a is an AI, it's a hologram, and then she dies, <laughs> like, and then he's never gonna find that again, or maybe he will, who knows? But like, well, she's dead, you know? Yeah, I mean, so that part I like, that part I like, but like it's kind the other of parts, yeah. it's reemphasizing the fact that his character is like this. It's like living in like a like a box, right? Yeah, everything that he has, everything that real, he holds dear yeah. is like is fake. It's fake, yep. And then is entirely in in control of uh, like Wallace and these corporations and outside powers, and nothing in his life really belongs to him. Like when mm-hmm. his lieutenant shows up at his house, she just drinks all his booze, and he just smiles <laughs> at her. And you're like, man, this everything. And then she was like trying to hit sucks. on him, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it, it's just it's all little character building stuff. Um, and it all furthers like the the final theme, you know. Yeah, it. So like parts of that I totally agree with, but then like the threesome, uh, it, it didn't have to be there. Like, I there's a couple. Okay, cool. you like? <laughs> uh, like uh, the thing I I didn't like was I hate when they pander not pander but like treat the audience as being too stupid. So like I emphasize parts, uh, certain parts of the movie. So like in, did you, did you watch Red? 
with Bruce Willis. Which one? Red. Red. R E D. Yeah. So there's a hilarious part. I think it's Red too, where they're advertising Pringles, and how they do it is Bruce Willis is fighting these commandos in like this warehouse with shelving. I don't know if it's a warehouse, a building with shelves. And like a soldier steps on some Pringles and makes a loud crunching sound. So he Bruce Willis knows where, where they are and then just whacks him from the other side of the shelf. Oh, that's it's pretty hilarious. If you want to see the most obnoxious yeah. example of product placement in movie history, I can give it to you. Really? Um, oh, World dude's... War Z. Yeah. In the climax of the movie. I don't okay, I watched cli- it, but I don't remember this. In the climax right. of the movie, we're in there whether in like the uh uh, World Health Organization building, mm-hmm. right? And he's trying to yeah. get back into the, like he got the oh uh, the, box the cure of viruses or whatever, yeah, there, yeah. And then he's trying to run back to the their room, uh-huh. but there's like a horde of zombies in their way, right? And yeah. he needs to distract them and pull them away from the door. Now oh, he no. does it. What does he use? Yeah, like the 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 whole movie stops and it cuts, and he's standing next to a big Pepsi machine. Oh, really? Pepsi. And he cracks it open. And he takes this long seven years. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I gotta rewatch that. It's like dude. thirty oh, seconds. I swear to God, it's like okay, thirty seconds. Okay. And it, they must pay like, a lot of money. The Pepsi for the movie. machine is center frame. Yeah. Uh huh. And like Brad Pitt's off to the side, and he's just drinking a Pepsi, and he's like, <sighs> and then he like punches it. And like just hundreds of Pepsi, Pepsi's spill out, and that's how he just uh, gets the zombies. Okay, I gotta rewatch that, like, dude. Man, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> this is awesome. That's the most blatant form of advertising. Blatant. I was like, I'm good. Good thing I'm in a theater drinking a fucking yeah. Coke. <laughs> yeah, Coke Fuck over you. Pepsi, dude. Yeah. Anyways, so back to that thing, the part where she puts the tracker in his jacket after having that threesome, the hooker lady, and she's like, pats it gently to make sure it's there so it doesn't fall out. All right, so that part I was okay with, but then later, when they follow him, she takes it out of his pocket, and like the camera's like zooming in on it, or it's not zoomed in, it's, it's zoomed in already, it's not zooming in. And I was just like, okay, I, I understand how you tracked him when you put it in his pocket in the first place. You don't need to show me that again. You know, like, there's many it's scenes fine. like they were. I mean, it's just, there, there's a couple moments like that in the film where, uh, yeah, yeah. They just give you a reminder that's probably not necessary, but, like, like, movie audiences are stupid, okay, Sam? Yeah, I get it. That's why, that's why <laughs> I said 2049. Don't trust them to follow this stuff. Yeah. 2049 is more appealing to me. I had way more fun with it. I think they took a lot of smart steps in balancing, keeping it smart and understandable and entertaining. And uh, I think they did a great job with that. But the result of that, for me, was I felt there were more scenes that weren't really necessary in that uh, in that movie than the first one. The first one, I can only think of one off the top of my head. They snake did have lady. a few transition scenes Th- with Coca-Cola. There's a snake lady scene. There's the, yeah, snake lady uh, scene. Uh, there's the, Z- the zoom enhance scene. That oh, takes yeah. It like, <laughs> takes like 15 minutes. Yeah, they, they do that again. Room, yeah, yeah. And just zoom in half, so you're like, fuck. Dude, cut that scene in half, man. Like, <laughs> Cut it in like like a tenth. Yeah, a tenth. That would have been fine. They there had was the same no scene, need. but it took like five seconds in 2049. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, but more like, uh, yeah, I had a lot of el- not elements. I was going to say elements for some reason. I had a lot of moments in that in 2049 where I was like, all right, 
I can, I can. This is seen as watchable, but it's not really necessary or like world building or developing character. But there are some small ones that are really nice. I thought that were really funny that have, uh, you know, these little small touches on the film that make it more alive. Like that scene where Harrison Ford is pouring himself and Ryan Gosling some whiskey, and then he just dumps them on the floor for his robot doggo, right? For his dog. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure it's fake, but you never know. It could be in a real doggo. It was so quiet. So that that scene, by the way, is making fun of the original Blade Runner. It's Uh making fun of the the controversy over whether or not Harrison Ford's character was a uh, replicant in the original movie. Yeah. When Harrison Ford is just like, ask him. Oh, oh yeah, ask him, yeah. I was just like a big fuck you to Ridley Scott, basically. <laughs> Dude, they have another moment like that, too, where, where they're talking to Wallace, right? Harrison Ford met Wallace, and uh, uh, he's like, all right, maybe you were genetically engineered as a replicant to fall in love with Rachel so that you guys can fall in love and have a baby and then create this race of replicants that can procreate. Or you could be human, <laughs> you know? And then and then Harrison Ford is like, I know what I am. Screw you. <laughs> and then that's it. So yeah, like, it's just it's just a little bunch of yeah. little, little little not so subtle. Nah, it's you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, God, there was like a fight on set about this too, because Ridley Scott. Oh, really? Yeah. Ever since that movie came out, has been insisting to everyone that will listen that Harrison <clears throat> Ford is a replicant, and like just will not take another answer. Mm. And he got into it with like Harrison Ford on set of uh, 2049 about it. Harrison really? Ford's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> great, great. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a whole and thing. It's. Ridley Scott will insist until the day he's cold, dead, and in the ground that uh, Harrison Ford is a replicant in that movie. Um, I think, mm. I think uh, having it be a question is better. Yes. But I think the movie as a whole works better if uh, if he's not. Yeah, I it totally works better agree. if he's not. Yeah. Um, I I do like that they address that immediately in the new film by just saying like, "Hey, he's a replicant." Like, "Hey, is a replicant." <laughs> now we're gonna move on. <laughs> I appreciate right. that very much. Do you do you want to go over the scenes? Why why uh you can go for both sides of the argument and the original. In the original, I mean, in the yeah. original, in the original cut, the unicorn scene was not there. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. And then That's the a director's huge... cut, he yeah. it was there. It's a huge giveaway, right? Yeah. It, I mean, but it there's just, just still some doubt, sp- though. Sp- yeah. it, sp- it kind of spells it out. Yeah. But like, really, I don't know. It, it's kind of a it's kind of a nothing. Yeah. You know? uh, the reason the movie works better if he's not a replicant, it means I mean, like. The entire parable of agency and free will um, makes more sense if he's diametrically opposed to Rutger Hauer's character, right? Mm-hmm. Rutger Hauer's character totally. is a, an artificial being struggling just to live, essentially. Yeah, and he's literally like live. grasping for, for life. 
Meanwhile, Harrison Ford's character is a human whose life is basically in shambles. And he gets called into service for one more job, you know. <laughs> yeah. And like, and then he falls in love with Shang Nung's character, who he has zero on-screen um, <laughs> chemistry. <laughs> chemistry with yeah. it in any way. And it's like, okay, well, if they're all, if he's a replicant, none of that means anything. Yeah. None of that means anything at all, you know. So, yeah, like Wallace said, he's just programmed to have all of that happen. Yeah, so it works better if he's human. Yeah. So I, I, I thought that um, if Rachel was the latest line, right, with the implanted memories and Harrison Ford has been around for a bit, uh, like, that would mean he'd, he's one of the older models and he would be dead in like four years, depending on how yeah. long he's been serving. Unless, unless he's made super fresh and had all the memories implanted and everyone else around him is acting like he's been there for a long time, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like a huge it's... conspiracy. I n- I didn't see any signs of that whatsoever in the in the original. Yeah, I mean, in, in the yeah. movie's logic, it, it it doesn't make any sense, and in it the doesn't. logic of of a narrative, it makes even less sense. Yeah. So I mean, it's just it's just this idea that Ridley Scott has, and uh, for some reason, he's just latched onto it. He won't let it go. Well, you know, I'm glad that they made it so it's, it's a question because the the answer really doesn't matter for me. I mean, yeah, it's true, but it's better if it's human. But like, who cares, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's part of why I appreciate the newer movie more. Mm-hmm. Um, it still asks great questions of the audience. It asks you to think about it, but like narratively and structurally, it's much more concise and cohesive and like to Mm. the point you know um okay like in in the original movie uh harrison ford's character like seems really incompetent (laughs) (laughs) like he doesn't seem terribly good at his job to the point i I think he's good at profiling but not good at the shooting shoot (laughs) the shooty shoot part (laughs) i I don't think he's particularly good at anything based on the, the scene with the snake lady (laughs) <laughs> like, oh, that scene was terrible, right? That's the worst scene in the movie by far. Let's yeah. just pretend that didn't happen. Um, Ryan Gosling's character is like a pretty competent cop. Yeah, he does. He does cop things like investigating crime scenes. <laughs> also, he's super clues. strong. Yeah, yeah. And and it's it's more believable, yeah, because when he fights Dave Bautista, who is huge. Mm-hmm. That's that's a pretty good fight. Oh, that dude, that sense. scene where he just smacks him continually until he goes through just the wall. Him. He just yeah. smashes him into the wall like, I was, like yeah. times. I was hoping he would like grab a chair and just like WWF, you know, old school WWF, <laughs> smash him on the head. Uh, I wish that happened. That'd been pretty funny. Just then the rock comes out <laughs> and the Stone Cold comes out. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I think, hmm. man, like Sean Young had just nothing to do in the original movie and it, like all the performances were really flat but hers was like double flat and she it's just like like, he, like she and and harrison ford hated each other first of all they hated each other that makes sense and like when, like, when, when they kiss in his apartment she's like 
I don't want to do this. <laughs> like, yeah. I can tell you don't want to do this. I, I read making... like he, he shoved her too hard in that scene and she was pretty pissed off. That's what I read. That's why I was like, oh. Sean Young is pissed off at the entire universe. Don't, don't okay. read too okay. much into it. She's gotcha. uh, She is full on crazy. Oh, um, okay. Since before and then after this movie, she is hmm. like insane. Really? Yeah. Uh, um, she was pretty good looking in the movie at that. Yeah, I don't know what happened to her. I think she got blacklisted or shitlisted and then like did not take it well and just like has had like a four decades long breakdown. Oh, that's tragic, dude. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, it's just, it just works better as a movie for me. Gotcha. Yeah, like, I liked it because, like, uh, it, they were flat because, you know, they're not real people. <laughs> and her especially, when she found well, out that her her memories are fake, and she's like, who am I? Like, what's real? Can I trust myself? That was what that whole scene with Harrison Ford. And I was looking it up. Sorry, were you going to say anything? Were you going to no, say there? No, Because uh, that scene bo- bothered me a little bit. It... It kind of, uh, I didn't like what happened there. Now, there's a lot of, you know, SJW types that are going to say that scene was rape. I'm not going to go that far, but like, you know, she's trying to leave because she's confused. She obviously has feelings for him, which doesn't play on screen because they have no chemistry, like you said. And it just slams the door shut and it's like telling her what to say um, so that she can vocalize it, uh, externalize what she's feeling internally. Right, and just saying, all right, it doesn't matter if your memories are fake. This is how you feel. Let's let's give it a go. But like, you know, if I, if I was in that kind of situation, if if I found out that you know uh, something that brought to question my entire being as I knew it, and I was like doubting myself, I'll be like, all right. And I met a hot girl, and uh, you know, she's trying to make out with me. And she's like, let's let's go to Bone City. Let's ride this train to Bone Town. <laughs> and I'll be like. Hold up, hold up. I need some time to think about this, you know? Like, so she didn't say no or anything, but, like, that scene just uh, made me a little uncomfortable because, again, there's no chemistry, so I didn't buy it. In fact, I felt like there was an opposite of chemistry <laughs> between yeah, they, the two. They hated yeah, each other. <laughs> yeah it, so that <laughs> was unfortunate. Yeah, just a side note there. Uh, but, yeah, that that's why I was like, all right, I'm okay with the flat acting because there's one scene that made up for it where... Uh, Roy Batty, the antagonist. I can't pronounce it now. The wrong way. Antagonist. Antagonist. There we go. I'm tired. But like, uh, when he was telling Pris that Leon died, and he was sad, but he was acting like a kid that was sad, and that was great, because he only had four years to develop emotions of his own. And I was like, all right, these are his genuine feelings. And that's why his character is kind of a mix of this, you know, vastly intellectual person who beats uh, the brightest mind in, in, in a game of chess. Is quoting random lines from books and poems, like was it America Prophecy was one of them by uh, uh, man, I have it here somewhere. Anyways. So, you know, he's like an intellectual, but then emotionally, he's more like a child. 
and he has a very simple reason for everything he's doing. He just wants to live more. So like that's why that I I liked. Whereas twenty forty nine, uh, I didn't see that as much because the replicants were supposed to obey. So how are they gonna do a revolution if these re- new lines of replicants weren't able to disobey? But the part that saved it for me was Ryan Gosling's character arc where it's totally everything sad. <laughs> Every and, and and like he plays it so well too and. Like Harrison Ford's acting was good, but it didn't fit the 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 Decker that I saw in the original Blade Runner. It's just old man Harrison Ford being old man Harrison Ford. Like it's great, right? He he can he can act, but it didn't fit the same character for me because I think he kind of forgot with what his it was old like. man T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, with his old man T-shirt, he's just being an old man, you know. Like, uh, so like, so that those performances are like whatever. Uh, joy awesome a uh, love was awesome too it's like you can tell she has some issues <laughs> some deep deep seated insecurities you know like when she fights Kay, she beats the crap out of him she just like kisses him on the mouth and she's like i'm the best one and i was like oh okay <laughs> you definitely are but like so oh, she's, she was kind of hitting on her on him and yeah the in the beginning maybe too yeah that too it kind of reminded me of that scene was better played out if you compare it to Harrison Ford's scene with Rachel, because there's no chemistry and they're like, "Oh, she was hitting on you." I was like, "What? No, she, no, she wasn't." <laughs> like, not based on the actual chemistry I saw on screen. Whereas this scene, uh, that scene in the very beginning, where where he's asking for data about, you know, basically the the pregnant replicant lady. And she's giving it to him. She's totally hitting on him, and he's totally not interested. <laughs> like, yeah, I thought that was great. Yeah, but yeah, his character arc. I want to get into that. But anything else you want to add on? I was just rambling on because there's so uh, many things that uh, like, that stuck out to me about both movies. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on with both these movies. Yeah, very lot, very dense. Um, I think yeah, like again, the the relationship between Ryan Gosling and his virtual reality waifu mm-hmm. is way more convincing than yep. Sean Young and Harrison Ford, you know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, that, that's just it in a nutshell. I just, that, that's why the, that's part of why 2049 worked, worked better for me. Yeah. Um, but, what did you want to go on next? Yeah, the Ryan Gosling's character arc, because man, that is one sad character like oh my god it's so sad <laughs> yeah, everything sucks for him everything like, sucks yeah. for him yeah like his like, life the, yeah his everybody life is... treats him like crap yeah like in the police station like all the all the other officers are like, like swearing skin at him, job like, yeah fucking skin job <laughs> and so... then he goes back home and people are still swearing at him like yeah get the fuck out of here it's like an old lady like yelling fucking at toaster. him yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, man. Oh, my God. He's just, like, not even doing anything and just goes into his house to his robot waifu. And, like, my goodness. That's the uh, only that is, like, little simulation life. Yeah. It's not even real. Yeah. It's so sad. And then he gets something that gives her freedom, like, just displays her wherever he goes. And the little, it looks like a, a vape. Yeah. <laughs> 
He still oh, yeah. wasn't in a vape. <laughs> the, the little uh, virtual reality vape machine. Yep, yep. And like, yeah. and then she dies. Just love, just stomps on her. Like <laughs> his, like his, uh, the 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 third third party girl like kills yeah. the true waifu. Yeah, <laughs> she's it's like an anime, dude. It is like an anime, like. They're, they're, the scene is uh, they found uh, Ryan Gosling found Harrison Ford and they got tracked down by uh, Love the robot ninja lady and they beat the crap out of him and he's down on the ground his, his uh, virtual vape comes out on the ground and then uh, his robot waifu comes out and then Love sees it she just casually walks over and then stomps on it just kills her. I guess <laughs> nothing. And then his her her last words are "I love you," right? And then he goes outside and he sees the virtual poster of Joy, and then he finds out where she got the name for him. It's just from an ad. It's not even anything special. It's just programmed into her. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god, that feels so bad." Like imagine losing the love of your life, and then finding out. That it's pro it was probably a lie. Like none of it was probably real, you know. I mean, it was real, but like, I mean, it's real it's, as you it's, can it's get. It's a question him. that they ask yeah. you. It's a question the movie asks you: Is that was that real? Yes yeah. or no? It's kind of down to you to decide. Yeah, and I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that too, because like it hits you, like, because it makes you question: Was it real? And then you kind of want it to be real, right? <clears throat> Well, he wanted it to be real. Yeah, I wanted it to be it's real. All, it's all he had. You know? Yeah, it's all he had, exactly, because I felt so bad for him. And then, if I... Okay, and then the other rest of the movie was, all right, the replicant child, and this movie is hinting all along that's Ryan Gosling, and that he's special, and that he wants to believe it deep down inside, and he convinced himself, and then later, he finds out that it's not him. <laughs> it's someone else. And it's like the whole reason. Keeps yeah. kicking him. Yeah. The whole reason down. why he's been fighting was like, I'm special. I, I'm, I'm, I'm that robot baby who can make other robot babies and, and free my peoples. And I was like, no, you're not. You're just a robot. I mean, not a robot. You're a replicant. It's different. They're, they're basically genetically modified humans at this point. But yeah, he's nothing special, and that's so sad. Like, it's the opposite of a shonen anime where where the guy is nothing special, and then you find out he has something very special and becomes a hero. Right? This is the complete opposite here. He's literally no nothing special. <laughs> he's just a regular replicant. Yeah, I think yeah. it's got it's kind of great. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of great. I loved it because. That character was developed so well. Also, that plot twist, the the twist wasn't really the focus, like M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just Shyamalan gave you another Milan. kick in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's just another kick in the nuts, and it felt so real, and, and you felt it in your gut, and you just felt so sad for this character. And then the robot lady, other robot ladies, like you got to go kill Harrison Ford because he'll give our robot army away, you know, he'll give our plans away. And I didn't buy that part either because Harrison Ford was literally guarded by two police cars that couldn't do jack, and Ryan Gosling just mowed him down right away. So, you know, you could have been like, hey, rescue him. If you can't, kill him. You know, I would have bought that more. It's, it's something small, but, like, 
and then he he saves him so that he he could have the life that he couldn't you know and he's just lying there dying at the very end at least knowing he did yeah. something great yeah he did something, something of his own yeah. volition he did for his own that, choice that's the victory yeah yeah that's why it's kind of hopeful kind of like yeah. it I, li- I like it too I like that arc a lot I didn't really care for Harrison Ford or his character <laughs> I think Harrison Ford's character would have been a hundred times more effective if yeah. he wasn't on every fucking promotional f- poster for the yeah, movie yeah yeah he's just like oh remember him from the original movie we got him like the build up to that scene would have been way better because you go like two hours before you see him anyway yeah it's just like, oh, there he oh, is man. in his t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Old man. <laughs> Old man, the angry whiskey, t-shirt. Yeah. Drinking his piles and piles of whiskey. Uh, I was thinking, when I saw that scene, dude, I was like, oh man, I bet Barry would love to live there. Just like, all the whiskey you can get. It's everywhere. <laughs> uh, it would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Like, that was the main thing for me. Like, I thought... That's why I thought this movie resonated so much and like had a real character that I could relate to, whereas the original Blade Runner um, didn't really have that character development or building as much. Like it had better character uh, motivations for me personally, but like there's no. Rutger character. Hauer is much more the protagonist. Yeah, than exactly. Yeah, he has he has an objective and he's going for it, and then uh, then he dies. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah just dies like like tears in the rain like tears in the rain yeah <laughs> that famous uh, line uh it's so good so good yeah partially improv, or so right? or so mythology goes partially improv yeah it was <clears throat> it got me too i was like oh i feel you he should have lived <laughs> but you can't though that's the sad part you can't yeah um yeah i don't know man like uh like both these movies are very very stark very bleak uh very atmospheric which i I just love i love it and man they are not both of them are Mm. not afraid to hold a shot yeah (laughs) you know they are not they are goddamn not afraid to hold a shot for a very long time. Yeah. That's what I like. I like it. I appreciated it. I like it. You just have yeah. time to 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 bask in the atmosphere, you know? Totally. Yeah. Like especially the intro scene where it's just zooming in on that city, the Tyrell Court building, and it's going on forever. <laughs> just that yeah, scene it's, itself, yeah. It's like the the iconic sci-fi dystopian futurescape. Yeah. You know? And uh, 2049 opens, like, polar opposite. Like, you're over, like, Death Valley. Mm-hmm. Just, like, this unending gray desert. And uh, I, I, I appreciate that they didn't just copy-paste the original there. Yeah, they didn't. It would have been they, so easy to just, like, replicate the shot. Totally. And uh, I like the fact that they do refer back to the stuff in the original movie, but uh, it's more palatable. It's, like, it's easier to digest a little bit. Like that, like that scene you were talking about—the zoom and enhance. <laughs> just like over yeah, it takes movie. like two seconds. Yeah, he just looks at it. And he's like, "Hey, look at this. <laughs> look at this. And that's it. 
I like how ghetto the technology is. <laughs> yeah, like they take, yeah. they pay a lot of respect to the original. Yeah. Like all the technology, the look and feel of the movie, like the the like the little microfiche thing he's doing with the mm. DNA scans, with like the clicky clicky clicky, you know, everything is like uh, uh an like future anachronistic, you know. Yeah, it's future retro, you know. That's, that's future retro. Yeah. It's the future as it was imagined in 1982, <laughs> and they, they, they really respect that aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, Danny Villeneuve clearly has a lot of love and respect for the original, and did a great job replicating and paying homage to the original without just making the same goddamn movie. Totally, kind of like uh, Star Wars. <laughs> Kind of like uh, the Last Jedi. Not Last Jedi. It's a perfect the... homage. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, dude, I can't wait for Christmas, man. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. You know, why don't we just all go on on the boat here and just we're all gonna argue for Last Jedi being the best movie ever made, and that's how we make our mark on. On cinema history, <laughs> by convincing people that it was the best movie ever made, I'd be down for that. Cause everyone already bashed it to hell and back. So why why do something that's been done before? Let's do the yeah opposite. Every single YouTube channel is like this movie was the mm-hmm. worst movie of all time. Or I personally didn't like it, but I didn't think it was the worst movie. Yeah. All right, well, uh, I'll just add in some side notes for the movie uh, that I really enjoyed for the first one. Uh, I liked... So this future retro cyberpunk city, uh, I like how, if you imagine it, it's like a grimy city, and there's all sorts of ethnicities there. It's like kind of hodgepodge together. Like, people are walking, and they got these weird goggles on with lights. They have lightsaber umbrellas. That's right. The umbrella stick lights up for some odd reason. Because I guess it's so dark there. It's the future. It's the future, exactly. And then he goes in. Harrison Ford is reading a newspaper in the very beginning of the movie. And then he goes to an Asian street vendor, a food vendor. And the guy is Japanese. And his Japanese is pretty good. So I was like, thank you, casting director. For casting a dude who can actually speak the language. <laughs> we need more yeah. of that. Yeah. Like, it's, it felt nice. And then uh, there's some, like, humorous touches, like, that color his character. Like, he's very snarky, and he's eating noodles at the at the stand there. And then uh, Adama comes in and is like, bro, we got to go. Chief wants you. And he he's in the cop car and just floating up, and there has <laughs> like steam coming out of it. I'm guessing to hide the wire work or whatnot. And he's still yeah. eating the noodles in the car, and I was like, that's pretty funny. Like the the character building, like the the light like touches here and there of adding color to the characters, more subtle and nuanced in in the original movie. Whereas in 2049, I think it's way better. It's in the forefront. Like you know what's happening. Like, you can see it. Like if you totally miss that part, you kind of miss like a small piece of of his character in that movie because it's not displayed a lot. You know. 
Yeah. Yeah. And a uh, quick note on that, uh, Ryan Gosling also basically opens the film eating, eating noodles as well. Oh, I, I totally missed that. Did you, did you miss it? Uh, his, his meal in his apartment, and I think what Dave Bautista was cooking was also noodles mm. with garlic. With garlic, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, you might have missed it because they kind of they, they project a holograph of like oh, a steak. No, I, I was looking at it like, and it looked a like a cipher worms. steak. Yeah, cipher steak, dude. Cipher steak returns. I thought it was worms or something. It looked nasty. I didn't know it was noodles. Uh, yeah, it was noodles, and I mean, uh, this is part of what they establish about how shitty everything is. Is that Dave Bautista was made? It was a it's a protein farm, right? Yeah, worms. And what he's farming is maggots. Yeah, maggots. <laughs> maggots for protein. Hey, it's better than cockroaches, so it right? Been, it might have been maggot, maggot ramen. Who knows? Um, mm, delicious. Extra yeah, like protein. Little larvae things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you do, you do what you gotta do. <laughs> you gotta Get do some man. protein. Uh, also, I liked how it has the text scroll where it's like replicants, retirement. Those kind of concepts are introduced, so like. You get what's happening. I I kind of find it a little cheesy. I kind of want to find out through the movie itself, but you know, it wastes no time in setting that kind of world up oh. because otherwise the movie would oh, yeah. take forever. It's fine. It's I was fine. just like, yeah, it's great. We get it. We Pepsi get it. Scott. We get it. Just go. Yeah, just go. Same with twenty forty nine. I was like, okay, we get it. <laughs> also, great. I really yeah. Yeah, it's just like good, great. Just gonna move on. Yep. That's all we need. That's all we need. It's perfectly fine. That's how they cut two hours off of the movie with that text scroll. Yeah. Just text scroll. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really like how they had transition scenes where it was basically an electric billboard for Coca-Cola and then 2049 had it as well. I was like, heck yeah. I'm a huge fan oh, yeah. of Coke. Yeah. And like the the Atari logo and all yeah. that stuff. Uh, they had uh, Kass, I believe, uh, headphone. I, they were making headphones at, at the time. Probably more like Walkman. Did they make CD players? I don't remember. 1982 was before I was born, so I don't know what they made yeah. at the time. Radios, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I really don't know, but it's like... They they went back and, and recreated all, all of that. Yeah. Okay, one other thing I wanted to mention, there's a scene where the two replicants, Roy and Leon, walk into an eye store. It's a, a literally a store where this dude is making eyeballs for replicants. And I was just going to throw in an apple joke there, but I'll just leave it there. Eye store. <laughs> <laughs> the eye store. The eye store, yeah. Man. Um. Yeah, like we talked about the visuals. Let's take a moment to appreciate the soundtrack for both these films. Oh yeah. Um, which is just great. The synth wave. Um. Oh, who was it that did it? I, I believe it's the same. The same artist. Uh, I'm trying to look it up in the credits. Um. But like just this very atmospheric synth wave, um, very heavy. Like in the theater, it was great. Mm, it was I wonderful. I wish I saw this in the theater. Uh, just like that rev- reverb you get, mm. it's astonishing. Uh, Vangelis. Yeah. I look up his art. It's work. Vangelis. It's great. 
They're just I scrolling. believe he did it for both of them. It fits. Yeah. It's it's great. <laughs> um <laughs> Is there anything else? Yeah, uh, yeah. I just, I just, I just really needed to mention because it's so good. It's so good. Gotcha. All right. Well, uh, let's do our recaps real quick. This one's a short one. Uh, so we're missing Isaiah in the land of the weebs. Land of the weebs. Land of the weebs. He's trapped there. We must free Isaiah. Hashtag free Isaiah. <laughs> I like how the. Uh, yeah. Oh, this is the scene when they go to was it LA? It's uh, kind of yeah. It's kind of very similar to the uh, Thor Ragnarok scene where he fights really? all the scrappers. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, it's it's way more violent, <laughs> but like they they shoot him down in the middle of LA, and it's just like this this like horrific wasteland, and they want to like strip him down for parts. Whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And he gets out of his car and he just starts beating the crap out of them. And then they're like starting to overwhelm him. And then Joy is just like, like orbital bombarding them from yeah. the satellite <laughs> while she's getting her nails done. You gotta, and yeah. it feels very similar to Thor Ragnarok you're to the right, point where I right. believe Ragnarok was sort of paying Influence. homage to this because mm. Ragnarok did come afterwards, I think. Yes, this was 2017 for Blade Runner. Um, Thor Ragnarok was also 2017. Wow! Mm, maybe at so the same not. time. What a coincidence. There's maybe borrowing ideas from each other. Quote unquote borrowing. Maybe. Makes sense. <clears throat> Thor was in November and Blade Runner was October. Hmm. They had to have finished filming. Unless they were still filming somehow when Blade Runner released. But that was like, it felt very similar. Yeah. Also, that scene, uh, I felt like you could have taken out as well. Because I was like, wait, he just, like, entire, like, population of people got wiped out and they don't refer back to it ever again. <laughs> I was like, who are these people? I think it... They, it kind of works yeah. for for like world building. Yeah, it does. It does. A little it, bit. It really sets the tone for how, <laughs> again, for how shitty everything yeah. is in this world. I, I like the parallel because uh, the scene that was in the original was these these tiny people. Uh, he's just driving his car, stops for a bit, and they're all over his car trying to strip it for parts while he's still in the car, <laughs> and it just drives off. And they got like a, a piece off, and I was like, wait, don't you? Don't you need that? What, what part is that of the car? <laughs> just like he doesn't care. Uh, I felt this scene was way, way more uh, visually stunning, right? I mean, he's just wrecking people and then missiles fired from orbit. And then people are getting blown yeah. to pieces <laughs> by this orbital bombardment. Yeah, oh, yeah. so violent. Yeah, so violent. Like, like, there's like a bunch of little scenes where like, for like for a few frames, you just see people fly apart. Yeah. And they're just blood splatter. It's like, <laughs> oh, man. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really appreciate this movie is a hard R. <laughs> it's definitely rated R. Yeah. It's oh, it's so good. Oh, I should probably include the ratings. 
Mm. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. imagine because ra- ratings were more strict back then. The Fugitive was an R back in the day. I remember because I rented it from the library on VHS, and it was an R rating. That movie is like tame yeah. by today's standards, but yeah, this yeah. this movie has everything. It has boobs. It There's has too many boobs. Blood. Though. I felt like it's too much. You know, kinda, too much boob. Kind of taste tease the boobs. You know. I feel like there's enough boob. Hashtag free the boobs. <laughs> <laughs> there's enough boob in free this boob. movie. Okay. I don't really care for boobs. Um, yeah. Unless it's Joy. Yep. Then I'm like, all right. <laughs> Robot waifu. Let's go. She's perfect. Robot waifu. Oh, yeah. I was like saying, if if that was a real thing, I might be tempted, you know? Robot waifu. Even though she's a hologram, I wouldn't mind, right? It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. It's like Alexa, but you know, you can see, see, you can see her. That's basically it. For me, at least. Now, if she could actually like do stuff, like household work, I'd be like, "All right, I'm in." <laughs> I can be lazy. <laughs> it's a uh, Lucy Liu bot from Futurama. No. Exactly. Exactly. Right. She's a she's a Lucy Lubot. Yeah. But a hologram. But a hologram. <laughs> yeah, man. Like these movies spend so much time building this world. Yeah. Every grimy little detail, all the extras. I like the neon lighting. Like the orphanage scene where they got like hundreds of child extras. Oh yeah, that's like, great. They line them up. They're like, "All right, you're ready. We're gonna throw a bunch of dirt on you." <laughs> Make you look like scum. <laughs> and then you all be on this movie. It was oh. it was sad too because they're being sold, you know. And I was like, oh my. Yeah, they're goodness. basically they're, they're being straight up sold away. Yeah. Mike, uh, everything sucks in that world. <laughs> everything sucks yeah. for everyone, but the, the movie <clears throat> man, managed to end on a on a on some on a on hope. You yeah, know? it gives you a little bit of hope. Yeah, same for the original. I feel like. But not uh, yeah, not as bit. not as hopeful because you don't buy the the romance between Harrison Ford and Shine Young. Like, you don't buy the romance, and yeah. then uh, the, the stupid little crane, the the unicorn that uh, Admiral Adama leaves for him. Oh yeah, I I think it would have been He's better. Like I was, I've I've already been here. I know where you're where you are. And you're like yeah. I wish they took that out because it would have made for a much more. Um, Impactful ending, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Darn it, Ridley um, Scott, you big stubborn. Ridley Scott. God dang it. Once upon a time, an incredible movie maker. Now he's he's, he's still all right. What has he uh, done lately? Pro- Prometheus was oh. garbage. Oh. But uh, I didn't I didn't watch the sequel to that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Prometheus was pretty bad. Uh, I don't think it was a bad movie. I don't know. It's it's so hard. It's so hard to say I hated that movie because there's so many parts of it that are just really good. Mm, okay. Like it's like he makes visually stunning movies, but like they just don't make any sense. <laughs> oh, he did The Martian. That was great. Yeah. Poop potatoes. Yeah, the Martian was great. Yeah. But The Martian was written for him <laughs> by a competent writer. You're right. It was adapted from a novel that was already good by a competent screen screenwriter. Then they had the input from the original author as well. Well, who wrote Prometheus? 
the guy that wrote um, Lost. John Spates and Damon Lind- Lindelof. Yeah, Damon Lindelof. Damon Lindelof. I'll right. put I'll put all of the blame for the nonsensical nature of the script. Oh, Damon goodness. Lindelof. Okay, okay. He, he's the king of. Oh, this would be cool, and then nothing comes of it. Well, he That's did it. do the screenplay for World War Z. Maybe he put in the Pepsi scene. You, ne- you never know. It could be like a genius. <sighs> maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he's secretly a genius. I, no, I'm just kidding. I hate it last. I'm sorry. It, was, it had yeah, a lot of problems. A, but like... he, he's basically a hack. Okay. I don't know. He, he's had a couple good scripts, and then like mostly it's garbage. Makes maybe he sense. does better when he has like a, a good co-writer, but like yeah. in general, they're, they're, just, they're just really bad. Really, really bad. Gotcha. Um. Uh, what else? He wrote like Star Trek. Um, a couple of the scripts for that, but like Prometheus, Lost, and a few others where like they set stuff up and it doesn't pay off. <laughs> like they introduce yeah. an idea and they ne- never explore it. Like that's <sighs> that's like a hallmark of his writing. Dude, I just remembered the ending of Lost. It was so stupid. That just blew my mind. Yeah. Like, he just Jack just puts a giant butt plug into the island's butthole, and that's the ending. <laughs> that's that's the actual ending because everything else that came afterwards is like in purgatory or whatnot after they're all dead already. And I was like, bro, you answered none of the questions. There's no closure. It's just a lazy way out. Exactly. Yeah. He just, introduced... just wrote a bunch of stuff down. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I just wrap it up. Whatever, who cares? Like he, I don't he care. had no answers, and the things he introduced created more questions instead of more answers. Like there's, it just gets worse. Exactly. Yeah, it's just a constant train wreck. Sorry, I, uh, I, you know, maybe we should do like a Lost versus Suicide Squad, which is worse. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, well, it's not fair. Not a fair comparison. I know it's not, but it'll be fun. It doesn't well, have to Lost be fair. Lost had like what ten seasons to make sense of itself. I, I don't want to watch it though. Like I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, Suicide Squad was just a uh, two hours or ninety minutes. Well, you can it's make like... a ten-hour cut, you know. Just like putties hanging out, and they're like, "What do we do?" And like, I don't know. Let's just roam the streets, oh, I guess. Just... We're just putties. Yeah. Let's run around like putties and do flips over a camera. Yeah. Point it up at the sky. Yep. <laughs> God dang it. I, now that like, you mentioned putties, dude, I'm always going to call them putties. This is what they are. Yeah, it's they what are they putties. look like. It never, it's what they act like. They're just putties. Power do putties make so sound? Dumb. Do they make sound? Yeah, they... Oh, okay. You remember? You remember oh, I that? forgot, dude. I forgot. I got to have to look it up again. They made. All right. But anyway, back to back to good sci-fi. Yes. Blade Runner and Blade Runner twenty forty nine introduce concepts, and then like pay them off, and then have like a cohesive theme and and like emotional center to the movies. Totally. And Prometheus doesn't have any of those things. <laughs> it doesn't have any of it those. It looks things. nice, right? You say it looks nice. The characters act according to like yeah. motivation and logic, mm-hmm. and Prometheus doesn't have that. Mm. <laughs> you know, oh man, I don't, I don't know what happened to Ridley Scott, man. Maybe he just 
go and see now or something. Uh, it could be same as Spielberg, you know. Well, Spielberg can still has good movies in it, I think. But it's more, um, I don't say kid friendly, right? For the most part. I don't know. The last one he did was uh, Ready Player One, which was okay. It was a really okay movie. It's a pretty okay movie. Yeah. Um, before that was shit. I don't know. Indiana Jones and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. No, the Crystal Skull was so bad. It was one of my. I can't. I have to blame that on Lucas more than really? anything. Really? Okay, okay. Because uh, if that was like, that's why I thought Spielberg lost it. You know, when I saw that movie, because I was excited, like a new Indiana Jones movie. Let's check it out. It's gonna be awesome. It's one yeah. of the worst things I've ever seen. Not the as bad is, as Suicide Squad. Though, yeah. Here's what here's yeah. what happened on the side of that film. Okay, <clears throat> uh, they filmed the opening scene with. Um, Shia LaBeouf where they introduce his character uh-huh. and then Lucas started stepping in and doing his Lucas thing no. and Spielberg's like okay okay George whatever you say and then Should've started said turning no. to shit and then Spielberg just gave up but that opening scene is actually really good what's the opening scene are they, are they like uh, where they go well the opening opening are you talking about the college I campus think. scene or where they yeah on the college okay. campus where like but like he's in the diner, uh-huh. and then like they start a fight with the greasers, and then like there's that little sh- motorcycle chase yeah, like, through yeah. the library and the streets, and it's it's kind of charming mm. and fun, and the whole little action set piece is like, it's like classic Spielberg, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, it, it was pretty good, and then the rest of the movie is just dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> Still better than Suicide just like, Squad. Okay, though. George, whatever you want, <laughs> whatever you want, yeah. George. All right, let's 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 wrap it up here. Sure, let's wrap it up. All right, we'll just recap our thoughts. Uh, well, let's yeah. hang on. Let's let's take a quick moment to talk about the director. Okay, and for twenty forty nine or. Ridley Scott. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, 2049. Okay. Well, Ridley Scott, well, I, I think everybody, well, Ridley Scott has done um, a lot of great movies. Yeah, well established. Some not great movies. Yeah. You know, he did uh, Blade Runner. Alien, obviously. right. Um, oh, man, he's got a very, very long. It's, it's too many movies. Resume. Yeah. It's way too many. But let's let's go back. Let's go back. Uh, director. Let's see. He did Blade Runner. He did Alien. Yeah. Okay. The first one. The first one. Yeah. The, Which the is sci-fi horror. Yeah, one. sci-fi horror. The second one action. was James Cameron. Yep. That was the action uh, one. Yeah. And I would have to rewatch both. I'm not sure which one I like more. Mm. They're both pretty good. Yeah. Very iconic. For different reasons. Um, so Alien, Blade Runner, uh, and then next big one is maybe Thelma and Louise, Gladiator, Black Hawk Down. Black Hawk Down was pretty Oh, he did Gladiator? Dude, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. I watched it when I was a kid. Then, kind of scarred me. <laughs> yeah, then it was like maybe Matchstick Men, Prometheus, and then The Martian. 
Martian, like I like the alien, a lot too. Alien Covenant. I feel like the Martian is just a product of the book. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. The movie is just a really solid adaptation of the book. And I respect that. Yeah, totally like Blade Runner. It's based off a book. You know? I I like it. Yeah, it changes a bit. It does. Quite a bit. It does. I I think they said they didn't read the book itself. Right? Yeah, I'm sure they didn't. (laughs) Um, So... I don't know, like The Martian. Great movie. Um, I actually think the directing of that movie is a little bit uneven because mm-hmm. uh, Matt Damon is a perfectly capable actor, and like at no point do you get any uh, sense of weight to his predicament. Oh um, yeah. Well, I guess a couple moments, but like overall, he's pretty cheerful. He's Matt Damon. Um, yeah, he's just Matt Damon. Team, Team America, but, Matt like, Damon. <laughs> I think with I think with a little bit more focus directing they could have uh, gotten a little bit more out of it. Mm. But great movie otherwise. In the book he gets way more fucked than he even does in the movie. <laughs> a lot more shit bad shit happens to him. It's okay. Which I like. I like more misery. I like totally. like wallowing around in it. Which is why I liked Blade Runner and Blade Runner twenty four. Totally. Twenty four and nine especially, just... dude. Oh, there's a lot of misery there. So sad. Yeah, R- Ridley Scott is responsible for some of the most iconic sci-fi movies of all time, and you have to respect that. Yeah, totally. He's just—I don't know if he's running out of gas or he's just something happened, but he's not created anything truly original or spectacular in a while. And it might be like the Lucas effect, where you just need to give up a little bit of control. Yeah, maybe it's just too too powerful. Yeah, like I I I think so because like Blade Runner. Lucas. Yeah. yeah. Lucas made much better movies when he had other people that said no to him. Could t- could tell him that he was a dumbass. Yeah, exactly. Uh. Yeah, like Blade Runner too. Like they're always arguing whether or not Ford is a replicant or not, and. Uh, just let it go, dude. Yeah, just let it go. Like there's there's no, there's two people who are like, no, he's a human who fell in love with the replicant, and then. He's like, he's a replicant who's just a replicant. And then uh, those two sides clash. And then you kind of see that tension throughout that movie. And it's made for a better movie, I feel like. Rather than just make him a replicant from the get-go, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so Ridley Scott. Uh, now, Blade Runner 2049 is Denis Villeneuve. Uh, he's a French, French-Canadian. French <laughs> I think he's probably the best sci-fi director alive. Yeah. Currently, really? okay. Um, man, he's like, like, look at the carry put into this movie. Totally, I could see he was well made. Oh, he also did Arrival. Like, yeah, <laughs> the recent yeah. Arrival. Yeah. Arrival, Sicario. Yeah. Uh, well, Sicario is not really sci-fi, is it? No, but it was still a great. Yeah, it's a pretty great know? movie. Yeah, <laughs> nothing related to sci-fi. War no, on drugs. It's, it's yeah. Good movie. Yeah, good movie. Uh, and then Arrival, which was a great, straightforward sci-fi. Um, Blade Runner 2049, and now he is doing filming Dune for 2020. Oh, Which I am cautiously excited about, because he's mostly because he's attached to the project. Um, there's a lot of talent attached to this project as, project as well. Oh, um, Zendaya's in it? Zendaya's in it. 
Jason Momoa, Josh oh, Brolin, okay, okay. Oscar Isaac. You know, there's a lot of a lot Oscar of stuff going Isaac. on in here. Ooh, some uh, Oscar Isaac, yeah. <laughs> Dave Bautista, <laughs> he's in Dave every movie Batista. now, dude. <laughs> he's in, I swear. I love it, dude. Yeah, I love it. It's great. It's great. Um, man, I'm very excited for this movie mm. because the story can be done very well. Or it could be done like a giant piece of shit. Have you seen um the documentary on what was supposed to be the original Dune movie? No, I did not watch the original Dune movie either. No, but yeah. like there was... No, I didn't watch it. Oh. Why? Um, well, that that was its own thing. But there was also... It was supposed to be made by this guy called Joe Dorosky. Mm-hmm. And there is a uh, documentary called Jodorowsky's Dune, where it talks about like all the pre-production and stuff that went into the original movie mm, okay. that was going to be made uh, based on this director that was going to make it, and what he did, what he the, like the cast and crew and all the people he wanted to pull in for it, and it's crazy, it's crazy some of the stuff that went on behind the scenes for this. Like they wanted, um. They wanted uh, Salvador Dali, okay, uh, like the artist, okay. to be in it, and like he convinced him to be in it. They wanted, uh, like, like the original production design for Alien, basically, is a result of the pre-production for Dune, mm. um, because H.R. Uh, Geiger, the guy that produced most of the original designs for the Alien and like the sets and stuff like that, right? He was originally discovered by this guy, Jodorowsky. Wow, okay. Who, who just happened to see his art, and he pulled him in onto his art team for pre-production. Wait, and they started did, doing did he make that, uh, that scene in Annihilation? Because it felt super alien-esque a little bit. Like the chamber. Geiger? Yeah, did he do it? Or was I'm it like a sure. homage? It might have been an homage, right. because... Um, even in the latest uh, Prometheus movie, I don't think he did any of the design for that. Unfortunate. Okay. This yeah, very unfortunate. Yeah. yeah, but like, you should watch that documentary. It's it's I'll actually watch it. I'll watch that and Dune. Really, really fascinating. Wait, does Dune have the space worm? Um, the sandworms. Sandworms, yes. Space sandworms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I, the spice must flow. It's like <laughs> I swear I watched it when I was younger, but I don't remember it. I'll have to see. It's it's a very old. Yeah, movie. like I saw some. And everyone wears ones. funny. Everyone wears funny hats. It's great. <laughs> Is there anything like Tremor? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of right now. It's nothing like it's Tremor. Nothing like Tremor. <laughs> right. So imagine when I heard Space um, Worm. You know. It's like this, uh, like sci- sci-fi space epic. Gotcha. But not really a space epic. Most of it's on a planet. Um, Tatooine. The planet. <laughs> yeah, it's basically Tatooine. Yeah. It's basically Tatooine. Um, but yeah, it's uh, something I'm excited for. It's it's a very old. It's an older property. Oh, okay. Um, the books are thick. Yeah, I did not read the books either. <laughs> they are thick, my friend. I read through them once upon a time, and I remember very little because they are so long and involved mm. um 
but that means they have a lot of material to draw from, and I think Danny Villeneuve is a guy that can do it well. Totally, because after watching 2049, I'm convinced uh, they'll do a fantastic job with, with Dune, then, if it's anything like this. Yeah, it's so it's like very well crafted. It's, it's so meticulous. Yeah, it's you can tell there's a lot of care in every shot, every prop. Also, the casting was great. The dialogue was great. Even the the minor nitpicky things I have, um, I felt like the key thing though he he made a modern Blade Runner that works. It's more it has more appeal than the original movie, which is unfortunate because it still didn't do well. But like. I was imagining, <laughs> yeah. Shit and but like, it, it's it's like has everything. Come you want. on, people! Yeah, it has everything you want. Come on! <laughs> yes, come on! This is why we can't have boobs, nice things. Guns? What more do you people Robot want? Robot waifu? Yeah, like, man, <sighs> yeah. Uh, the, like I was imagining though, like where this movie was going, right? Because the third story would have been basically an all-out war against. You know, replicants and humans. That's what I'm imagining. And maybe it wasn't like that because I haven't read the book. Uh, I don't want to see that movie. Okay. I don't think that. I don't want. No, no. I'm just saying, like, it would have been more mainstream. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe. I don't. I don't think. Maybe, but I don't think that's what Blade Runner has ever been about. It's It's never been about. It's never been about action at all. Yeah. Like, there's like no action in these movies. Which is why people are just bored in the uh, theater. But there's enough, like, dude. Yeah, it starts off with him, you know, fighting Batista. You know, it starts off with a WWE match, you know. <laughs> not not MMA, like MMA the, or anything. The action is all very, very sparse, yeah. but effective, I'd say. Effective. Yeah. Um, man, I could probably name all the action set pieces off the top of my head. Like the opening fight. In the farm. Yeah. Uh, uh, on the farm, and then like, man, it's like forty-five minutes later, and then he's uh, the the car scene, where he gets downed in L.A. in his car, and like Dude, they're getting like orbital bombarded. I, I love that because they basically harpooned his boat with the kite, and the kite goes into the sky yeah. and gets hit by lightning, and then zaps his car down. I was like, oh yeah, that's that's pretty smart. I'm kind of sad these intelligent the Benjamin Franklin yeah. these people deserve to live <laughs> whoever made that kite I hope you're alive this pointy hat man maybe he was in there they got Franklin yeah. you got Franklin. Ben Frank dude uh, oh man it's hilarious it's so clever I'm pretty sure the guy's dead though. yeah, <laughs> yeah. they all got demolished that's <laughs> per tradition of pointy hat man you live like all you all the died. extras just gone yeah. forever they live they die like they yeah. lived uselessly <laughs> <laughs> and like really short <laughs> yeah um man yeah i'm excited to see more from Denny Villeneuve yeah, I me think, too uh, he's a fantastic director and uh i think if you have an opportunity to see this on streaming or wherever i would, i would recommend it set aside some time you know on a quiet evening where you you can appreciate it you know, because it's, it's a slow movie, a very slow burn. Totally. You can watch 2049 without having watched uh, the original because they do a great job of summing up the parts that you need to know to understand this movie. Yeah. 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 Including CGI Sean yeah. Young. I wonder 
I wonder if they paid her any royalties for using her likeness. Uh, I bet probably not. not. <laughs> probably not. Yeah. And then she's probably very upset about yeah. it. Because <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> nobody cares. Maybe like they composited uh, like footage from the, the original movie. And then they're like, oh, this is not CGI. It's just it's from the old movie. We already, have, we already have rights from the original. <laughs> you know, maybe they like get around it that way. I don't know. Actually, that's a good question. I don't know how they get around that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But, hmm. like, yeah, they, they, spend, they spend a good amount of time. Like, just enough time, I'd say. Just enough time telling you what you need to know. Totally. Um, so, I don't know. I, I'm sticking, my, sticking to my guns. I still think 2049 is a better movie than the original. Mm. I don't know if it's a more remarkable one. Gotcha. But as a movie, it's more enjoyable for me. Yeah, for me, I, I agree with the... So, like, my opinion is I thought the original was better crafted but way more boring whereas 2049 i had a way more fun with and i i resonated with the characters more i related to them uh but there's some parts like some scenes some some narrative structure that i that wasn't as well developed as uh the original and like half naked robot man with dove <laughs> I I feel like he's he's the strongest character so far because he has goals, whereas Ryan Gosling is just sad. It's, everything is sad. <laughs> he thought he had a goal, but turns out it's a lie. And then I was just like, "All right, True. all right." It's his character is really sad, and kind of a you can relate to that a lot. And but I thought uh, naked android guy. Was a Rutger Hauer. Rutger Hauer was a, a stronger character for me. Like the ending was way stronger, whereas the rest of the movie is, like I said, I thought every scene the editing is really tight on it. Other than again, snake lady scene, just cut that in half. And good point, I forgot about the zoom and enhance scene that went on forever. <laughs> just cut that by. It's easy yeah. to forget about it. But yeah, that one wasn't as bad. You're like, oh. yeah, it's like, oh. <laughs> it's like, come on, zoom and enhance, dude. Really, come on. Can we get rid of that? It just goes. I mean, it's fine, it's fine. but it just goes yeah. on and on and on and on. And it's just like Harrison Ford's on a couch. Yeah, there's nothing visually interesting. I, about I it. wish, like, if it was building up to something, we were like, oh, what's that, right? Like, if if they did that, I've been okay. But it's just flat. It's just. There's no meaning to that scene, but yeah, I thought I thought twenty forty nine had had more of that, more of those kinds of scenes. Uh, but yeah, overall, like if I were to recommend a movie, I would highly recommend twenty forty nine. And then if that piques your interest, uh, then watching the original, I wouldn't flat out recommend it because again, I think while the original is better crafted for me, it's too boring. Like, oh, yeah, it's real boring. boring. Like unless you like boring movies. Uh, you know, or you're like interested in the origin of Blade Runner, totally. But like, as a, for a movie recommendation, all in on 2049. It has everything you want in it. Yeah, it has boobs. Yeah, <laughs> boobs. <and guns. laughs> all right. 
All right. Any, any uh, final thoughts to recap before we head off here? Um, please go see movies like this, guys. Like, if these keep flopping, they stop getting you made, know, yeah. they're gonna stop getting made, and we're gonna be left with just garbage. Ghostbusters. That's all we're gonna have Transformers. left. Transformers. Another Ghostbusters yeah. every year. And Transformers. Like, please go see good movies like this. Like, spend a little bit of cash to support these films and just make sure that you don't go in expecting, like, an action blockbuster. Spend some time, you know, a little bit of time thinking about it. A little bit of time appreciating, like, the craftsmanship and the astonishing visuals. Totally. Because this movie is stonking beautiful. It is. <laughs> Did they use practical or CGI or both? Because I couldn't. Uh, it's a combination okay. of everything. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell really because it just looks so good. Yeah, they use a lot. They use miniature. They use CGI. They use a, a great blend of everything. Okay, I appreciate that. It looks fantastic. Yeah. I mean, if it, if it looks good and you and you question what was CGI, that means that it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't right? matter. I was just wondering the techniques they used because I was like interested from a filmmaker point of view. Yeah. At that point, all all that matters is that it's good. Yeah, totally agree. <laughs> all right, for me, uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. Same same reason, like Barry said, I'm not gonna recommend a movie if it has like, if it makes you think, or there's like, you know, like like hipster talk, like Annihilation. It was I felt was a little too pretentious. I'll still recommend it because what it did, it did pretty well. And Blade Runner 2049 is a good movie. Like take away. All the serious stuff as a piece of cinema, I think it stands pretty darn well, and it's kind of sad that movies like this are being overlooked. Whereas you get something like Transformers or even the original Suicide Squad, because uh, I say original because the second one's being made, but like that did better than Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and that makes me incredibly sad that an incredibly oh, it's so yeah, depressing. it's so depressing. It's like Ryan Gosling's character arc there where <laughs> everything's just sad everything yeah, sucks everything you're sucks. just constantly reminded about how it's yeah, terrible it, it, like people keep complaining about bad movies in the theater it's because you're not going to watch the good ones or at least you're not paying money for the good ones Like, I'm part of the problem as well because I, I don't watch a lot of movies in theater mostly because it costs a lot of money but I do go out once in a while and I think there's not many movies like this coming out in the year anyways so i think it's kind of worth it to support it you know yeah, yeah. uh up next pandora <laughs> pandora no no <laughs> we're doing evangelion end of evangelion right as per request by fink right? yeah i guess i guess we could do that forever like well we'll see if it's a quick episode okay or gotcha like a, but that's that's coming up or like a longer one hey yeah, that's right if you have any questions comments movies you would like for us to watch uh please send an email at pointyhatcast at gmail.com again that's pointyhatcast at gmail.com sorry i came out the wrong email on the last podcast also if you want to send email uh at barry saying why he's wrong about the last jedi being a decent movie you can also send email to that (laughs) address as well all right just at barry 
Okay. Feel yeah. free. I'll uh, <laughs> ignore all of those emails. Uh oh, wait. Did you get the forward for my test email or no? I did. Oh, you I did. did. All right, then it's working because I got the forward as well. So I will see them and then probably ignore <laughs> them. All right. Um. Okay. Just another recap. It's a great movie. It. It has sci-fi. It has boobs and guns, like Barry said. It's slow. It makes you think enough. It's also interesting, visually stunning. Uh, the narrative and the character development is pretty strong. Even though I can nitpick some parts from my per- based on personal preference, uh, it still is this narrative that you can follow, and it, it's just good. All right. <laughs> you can, you can appreciate, you can appreciate it, it like yeah. as like a. Like a, like as a film noir, you can appreciate it as like a sci-fi, sci-fi you, you know, as... dystopian future. What I really wanted, the one thing was a side note here. I forgot Jared Leto played Wallace, and I liked his performance, even though Wallace was like a throwaway character. Uh, I wish. I kind of yeah. like. I kind of like that he wasn't a villain. Yeah, he's just uh, a guy. There's like no arch nemesis yeah. or whatever. He's he's just there. He's just part of the world. He's like every, just further emphasizing how much everything. Pretty sucks. much, <laughs> yeah. Everything in the movie is just like, oh, it's a it's a bleak dystopian future where there is no plants, no and animals. Everybody eats maggots, yeah. and like corporations control everything. And this crazy eccentric blind guy is basically corporate god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really liked. Uh his performance and one thing that I wanted to see one thing that would have been with the times was what if the villain was Bezos <laughs> what if the, yeah what if the corporation was Amazon dude oh man that would have made a statement you know what I'm saying <laughs> sort of replicants not gonna no, happen. I know it's not gonna happen <laughs> no, I know it's happen. not gonna happen but I want to see that all those poor people working in the factories there's a comment if you watch uh, as a last week tonight with John Oliver did a segment on warehouses, especially Amazon ones. <laughs> There's a dude where he's like, "It's almost like they're robots, but obviously they're not." <laughs> you know? Like, I was like, "Yeah, dude, they're humans." <laughs> what, what do you think? But I was just like thinking because it's like replicants, you know? They're like, almost like they're robots, but they're obviously not because they're obviously human, right? human-ish to me they're humans they're androids they're, dude they're not, I, I feel like they're not robots though right I don't think they're aren't they like produced in like a cyber womb when they come out like a like a real baby you know but they're fully grown it is a birthing matrix Bur- okay. just like Superman gotcha gotcha <laughs> birthing matrix I don't, I don't know whatever good. I like how they they don't yeah they don't spend a they lot don't. of time explaining the yeah, technology, like the scene which is fine. Where the naked lady just plopped out of the plastic bag onto the floor and just like looking at her and just stabs her and walks just away. Like barfed yeah, out. just barfed out. I just reminded me of Amazon, dude. <laughs> Factories. <laughs> like, it's like your package has arrived. Your package has arrived, <laughs> and they're like, or like they're putting her into a box <laughs> and they're <laughs> shipping it. Yeah, exactly. They made a little joke like that where it's like, oh, uh, you can get a package from Offworld in like two, well, it was like four days or four weeks, something. I don't know. I forgot what the date was, but it just reminded me of Amazon <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I'm just saying Bezos as a villain would be great. Uh, let's make it happen. <laughs> the dystopia yeah. is now. It's, it's now. So, kind of. 
I mean, cricket cricket bars are trying to they're trying to push that on us. I'm like, I don't want to eat bugs. We're not there yet. I'll eat it when I have to. I would try it. I would. Tr- I guess I would eat it if I had no choice. But like, if I have a choice, I don't want to eat it. I don't mind it. I feel like I might have tried it really. already. I mean, there's bits and pieces and peanut butter and everything that you you buy from a store, anyways, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, <coughs> sorry, that's a side note. If you take a look at, like, yeah. footage of inside of grain mills, Oof. like, they straight up just devour birds. Really? When they're milling grain. So you're getting a little bit of extra protein oh, heck in there. yeah. <laughs> For, free. For free. That's that's why we're going, dude. It's, it's free, dude, as long as it's free. <laughs> it's free. It's like, every in every loaf of bread, it's like 1% pigeon. Wow. All right. <laughs> okay. I'm okay with that. Because I, I don't like pigeons. It's like flying rats. Oh, I like pigeon. I, I, I eat it semi-regularly. Really? It's pretty good. How does it taste? Very gamey. I had duck meat before. It's like super dark, super gamey. Um, it's not a lot of meat, but it's a surprising amount. A surprising amount, considering how small you imagine the bird to Man, be. Man, okay. But it's pretty. It's pretty good. You can usually get it at uh, Chinese restaurants. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go try some. I'm down. Yeah, it's 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 good. It's legit good. Mm. Is it expensive though? I imagine because anyway, right? it's so tiny. I, I I don't remember. It's usually maybe like ten bucks for a dish. Oh, it's not like okay. It's probably not going to fill you up. It's usually like an appetizer. All right, all right. Ten bucks is not too bad, I guess. It's kind of got a. I recommend it on approximately the same level I would recommend Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Oh, so highly recommended. No, no, highly okay. recommended. <laughs> You're to hear, folks. Highly recommended. All right, I think it's... we're done there. Before we go, though, we have to rate Blade Runner and Blade Runner. Uh, 2049 based on our Suicide Squad rating scale I'll get Isaiah's input later alright so for the original uh, what would you rate the original the original Blade Runner man that's tough like as a film on its own probably like a seven. <clears throat> okay. Considering its place in history mm-hmm. and everything it means for cinema, probably probably higher than that. But as a movie by itself, I'd say probably a seven. seven? And I'd probably okay. give twenty forty nine like an eight. Eight suicide squads. Eight. Oh, okay. Eight okay. Suicide for me I give uh Blade Runner the original uh a nine suicide squads. This is not based on, like how, like official rating scale. This is based on Suicide Squads. So, like for me, I'm just thinking, this is way better than Suicide Squad, even though it's boring. So I'm gonna give it a nine, and then a Blade Runner 2049. I'm gonna give it also a nine. <laughs> Again, I, I might. Yeah. I kind of want to give 2049. Nine. Okay, let's give it a nine. It's like maybe like an eight. An eight point nine. Okay. You know what? Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm just going. Nine. For a okay. Nine. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it a nine. I'll give nine. It a nine. Okay, again. Like yeah. it's 
Its major flaw is gonna be just like the very slow pacing. Totally. For for many people, for me, that was fine, even a plus. Yeah, this is not like so many movies these days are like yeah. just cut, cut, totally. cut, 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 cut. Like scene to scene to scene, action, like action beat every fifteen minutes, and it's like it's so done that it's almost boring, you know. Yeah, I agree. But this this movie is like movies like this that just let you take take your time. Like soak it in. I really appreciate. Um, so yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I think I think I'm giving it a nine. Okay. Uh, yeah. The reason why I I gave it nine Suicide Squads is because Suicide Squad was also very slow, but like in the wrong way, in in every wrong way possible. I thought it was it just dragged on and on, and I wanted to stop watching. Well, it was fast paced. It was fast paced as far as like the yeah. edit, and but it was slow paced as far as things that yeah, get accomplished that's what I meant nearly, <laughs> nearly nothing nothing, <laughs> nearly nothing, nothing gets accomplished <laughs> other than making a garbage movie <laughs> yeah. yeah okay we'll have to get Isaiah's input on our official uh, spreadsheet here but yeah that I think that link is pinned on the discord channel for the podcast alright alright uh, that's it a- any final final things you want to go over before we sign off here no I think we've covered it very well uh, great performances solid visuals cohesive story very good movie yeah. uh, relatable characters for me uh, especially on the second one 2049 uh, the first one it's it's robot man naked robot man <laughs> only a little bit everybody's a everybody's an yeah, asshole pretty much in the original, oh. I don't know if you can be sympathetic to anyone except, I guess, yeah, Rutger Hauer. But I mean, it's a sort of you, you understand his plight, but he's also an totally. asshole. I mean, he just he just like <laughs> he shoves his thumbs in yeah. the guy's eyes. That scene was <laughs> like, he just oh bro. that was so it's, it's so, so violent and great. like his face too because he. It's like a, a lot of emotions going through it, where he's just like angry and like sad, and, and everything just coming out at once. I thought he did a fantastic job, but I wish they. I think we can, more, yeah? you know, on the same note, I think we could take a, a brief moment to, at, at the very end here to, to mention all of the religious allegory that's in both these movies. Uh, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of it. There's a ton, There's of, a ton it. of it, uh, but it's. It, I feel like it's obvious enough that we don't have to cover it a lot. But like you know, in the original one, um, literally puts know, a nail through his hand. Yeah, it literally yeah. puts the nail through his hand, and like his father is God or whatever, and he just fucking yeah. kills him. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and then the new one. It's more straightforward. It's a coding. Like, yeah. yeah. Like Jared Leto yeah. is the new. God and like like they they don't they don't play around with it at all. It's just like, should an angel not bring a guest when he enters the kingdom yeah, of God? Yeah. You're like, whoa, bro, tone, tone it, it down, down bring it back it down, a couple yeah. notches. But <laughs> also as a side note, like final things are going over. Like uh, next time, because my outline was a little incomplete today, so it might have felt a little disjointed. So I'll do a better job with that next time. We're still getting better, but I like. Every time I see Jared Leto, dude, I like his performances. In Suicide Squad, I liked his Joker. It wasn't, it wasn't the Joker that I wanted to see, but like, 
Oh, I hated his Joker. Yeah, I hated, I hated it. it too. But like, I liked his acting because like I wasn't because everything else was so bad. It stood out to me as being, you know what? He's doing a pretty fantastic job acting. Just maybe the dialogue and the the director or direction they went in wasn't the Joker. It was just the generic villain guy. You know, crazy villain guy. Maybe it's the writing and directing. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. He just feel, he just felt like yeah. A thug. That's what I meant. He's just a thug. It's He's a crazy, a crazy thug. thug. I'm I'm okay with that. That's not the Joker, but like for that movie. But like I saw him in this movie too, and I was like, do you know what? He's actually pretty decent. Just give him the most like like hammy characters, or like overacted. If you want something overacted a little bit, you know, I think I would give it to Jared Leto. You know. Like something dramatic. Hey, I'm excited to see what movies he does because I think. Well, he's in the new Joker really? movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, as as what? As the Joker. Oh, I that was Joaquin Phoenix. I'm pretty sure it's Jared Leto. Uh, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe, I don't maybe know. You are me. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, yeah. quick aside, just because I've been watching through the movie again while we've been talking yeah. about this. Uh, that scene where he's fighting Harrison Ford in like the the Elvis yeah. show. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Harrison Ford decks him for real. Oh really? <laughs> On accident, he like clobbers him. Dude, the that's funny because I thought the punches looked a little heavy. You know, like it actually hit. <laughs> well, I mean, most of them okay. are fake, but I believe they use the take where he like legit decks mm. him. And like they cut, and Harrison Ford's like, "Oh my <laughs> god, I'm so sorry." <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. He's like, "Yeah, it's fine." Wait, they're making a third Tron, by the way. Tron three, the Tron ending. Yeah. Oh wait, no, he is in a Joker movie, uh, Untitled Joker Holly Quinn Project. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I was thinking of the Joaquin Phoenix version coming out pretty soon. Uh, I forgot what it was called. I don't care, dude. I just really. Don't care. I thought it looked pretty good. Uh, I don't care. Like, I'll wait to hear reviews. I'll wait. Oh I'll, yeah. Like the, the all the movies have been yeah. so bad. Yeah, right. This one looked promising. So, hey, the bar is Suicide yeah. Squad, dude. The bar has been set as low as you possibly. It's literally on the ground. In fact, it's below the ground. You just have to walk they, over it. They, they they hit the ground floor and they brought up yeah. the shovels. <laughs> All right, guys, let's dig in. <laughs> we gotta make this as low as possible. How low? Maybe can you that go? was your plan, dude. Maybe they're like, "All right, guys, our movies have been sucking lately. Let's make the worst movie possible so that every movie after this will look pretty decent." That was their plan, right? Because how else do you make a piece of garbage like this? This bad. <laughs> Oh, it's pretty, it's pretty bad. bad. I like how every, almost every episode, I think it's been every episode, we just come back full circle to Suicide Squad. Everything comes back to Suicide Squad and how bad it is. Like Until we discover the next terrible yeah, movie. Dude, that will be the day that we find Pointy that Hat will Man. Be the yeah. day. I mean, we can pick one out, find some real stickers <laughs> and some No, let's not do that. I want it to happen organically where we just stumble upon it. Then you're like, you've stumbled upon treasure but it's the complete opposite. It has no value, and you wish you didn't find it. <laughs> you never found it. <laughs> the real the real treasure was the terrible movies you watched along yeah. the way. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, 
but yeah, I'm I'm a fan of Leto now. I hope I I see him in more movies. Uh, I'll reserve judgment. I think he's a good. He's probably a good actor, yeah. but uh, his mo- his performance in this movie is so. That's over that's the top. what I mean. I like him as an over the top actor. That's what I want to see more of. I didn't say good actor, although it's probably good. He's probably fantastic. All right. But I feel like he's dedicated to his roles. When I watched it, I was like, this guy really, really bought into his character. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. All right, I think uh, I think we've very well covered it. Uh, please go see this please movie, guys. Please watch it. Give it a shot. Yeah, uh, it's never too late. Like, if you purchase the Blu-rays or watch it on Netflix or... Amazon, whatever services are available, it still counts for this this movie. And like, if people see that this kind of movie is making money, then they'll be. Oh yeah. my God! Here's Isaiah. Oh, dude, you came in when we're ending, man. <laughs> all right, uh, let's bring it back. We're doing it all over. We're doing. Let's bring it back. We're doing it all over. No, 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 no. I'm stopping my recording. Yeah, we're starting over. all over again. All right, Isaiah, why don't you go over your thoughts on the movie? Um, oh, yeah, we are. We are. Are you recording? No, that's what the poor kids are doing. We can't afford Zencaster. We can't. Yeah, we can't afford it. <laughs> we're going to run out of the free hours, and then we're like, well, uh, I guess we're using Audacity. Two podcasts, now. and we're done. Yeah, two podcasts. That's, that's it. Although this one has been short because uh, you weren't there, I guess. Uh, roughly. I had my snide side comments. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, uh, in general, I'm finding that uh, movies that we like are going to be a yeah, shorter totally, podcast. There's not as much. Quality. Yeah. <laughs> that is very true. Like, we're just focusing <laughs> on the Suicide things Squad, our really longest like. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, a, there's only so many times you can say, like, the movie's yeah, good. Yeah. Actually, Barry, you're right, because like, I'm yeah. thinking of the things that I didn't like. They're so limited and so like not important to the movie that it doesn't really matter. I do like bringing them up because like, some things bug me, but um, yeah. it doesn't stop me from like liking the, the movie. Like, it's just very small nitpicks. Like, this movie mm-hmm. is so beautiful. You can, you can probably pause it on any frame, and it's, it's yeah. lovely. Yeah. It looks like a painting. Every literally every frame of painting. It's like it's like Spider Man, yeah. the Spider Verse. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every every looks, well, that movie is more like every frame looks looks literally straight out of a comic book. <laughs> every yeah, every frame of comic. Amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, well, the the aesthetic was astonishing in that movie. Um, it's amazing. Far from home was pretty good too, but I think we should talk about that in its own separate totally, podcast. Totally. Once, once Sam has seen it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once Sam has well, seen it, so I already know Mysterio is is a bad guy, but is he a bad guy? <laughs> that's all. Is he a bad guy? Yeah, is he a bad guy? I want to know. That's that's what I'm, I want to know. I mean, are you gonna are you gonna I watch, watch the movie? it? I'll, I'll, I'll. That's the question I'll bring into while I'm watching the movie, and that's the only thing I want answered out okay, of the movie. Okay. Yeah. Sure. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a fair yeah. question to go into the movie with. Cause uh, yeah. yeah. Um, if he's a bad guy, it's a straight up villain. I'm gonna be a little sad, you know. Something's been done before. 
<laughs> yeah. All right, Isaiah, hit, hit us, yeah. hit us with your thoughts on Blade Runner. It's gonna take All an right, hour. First one, <laughs> first one and second. All right, this this is my hour section yeah, now. This is your hour section. <laughs> uh, man, the first Blade Runner movie. Honestly, the first time I watched it, I was just like, "What the hell is going on?" Yeah. <laughs> I just remember finishing that movie, being like, "I am so confused." Like. Is Decker like a human or is he like a replicant or what are they trying to say? All these messages. Well, which cut did you watch, <laughs> yeah. Isaiah? I've seen both. I've seen both. <laughs> both? There's like seven. <laughs> well, I've seen the director's and then the theatrical. There's the theatrical uh... cut, there's the extended cut, there's the director's cut, and then there's the ultimate cut. What is the ultimate cut? I don't fucking know. What? Is that like five I think it's movie? the director's cut but remastered. Okay. I want director's cut. By what? You, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But yeah. There's so many. I, I love the whole theme where they're kind of like the replicants are bad guys, but are they bad guys, you know? Yeah, no, it turns out. <laughs> Stop turns it. Out they're not guys at all, you know? <laughs> and sometimes they're women too. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> but. Yeah. Approximately fifty percent yeah. of the time. Fifty percent of the time. Yeah. Strange. Strange. <laughs> yeah. I think there might be some coincidence, but I'm not hundred percent sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I like how they play into this whole idea of like this replicant's murdering people, but all he wants is literally just to live and be able to live a life with his memories. And that's kind of really sad. <laughs> yeah, when he brings his his grievances to his his father mm -hmm. he's like give us life yeah i like, can't yeah nah, fam. i can't do it he's like nah and the best part is the best part is you find out in this movie that he had he had the solution all along he's like nah fuck you nah you're gonna die <laughs> <laughs> he just murders him <laughs> oh man it's so brutal that's he anyways just pokes his eyes out just <laughs> ah, amazing but yeah, Harrison Ford, I don't know. He's like, I like him as Deckard, but at the same time, it's like, eh. <laughs> You know? I feel like some moments just feel very... Uh, like he didn't want to act a certain scene, or he didn't really want or believe in certain aspects of his character, which in like the monologue I think is so funny if you guys have seen it. <laughs> I've seen parts of it. They're yeah, I just bad. read it. And I was like, I I don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> Imagine an actor that doesn't want to be there acting out. I'm gonna like I'm gonna go listen to it after this because I think that'll ruin the movie and for then, me. But yeah, and then everyone in the room's like, you are contractually obligated <laughs> to do this. And then he's like, oh my god, I hate all of you. <laughs> <laughs> do the worst possible job ever. Am, Am I? I? <laughs> well, in that case. <laughs> Give me my money. Little yeah. did they know how little I care. <laughs> you underestimate yeah. my power. <laughs> but you're right. Me, um, Baron was talking about how you know his acting is kind of flat. There's no real, real on-screen chemistry with him and and Rachel, uh, Sean mm -hmm. Young. Apparently, they hate each other and all that. But yeah, yeah, I agree. Oh, they yeah. hate each other. <laughs> Most of Hollywood <laughs> hates Sean Young. I didn't know. That's um, a feels bad. Yeah, it feels bad. <laughs> Feels sort of bad. I don't. I don't know if it's. Oh, that's like deserved. Like, 
I don't. It might be okay. deserved because she is. Does done someone some... deserve to be in Ace Ventura? <laughs> she was in Ace Ventura. <laughs> is that a deserved punishment? Whoa, do I love that movie? It's one of my favorites. I think so. Like, a yeah, <laughs> just crawling out of the the rhino butt because <laughs> it's too hot. <laughs> Bumblebee tuna. He kept saying that. I don't know what he meant by that. Apparently, that was an actual brand of tuna. <laughs> Guano. He finds someone. Yeah. All I remember, I remember from that movie, the mm-hmm. rhino scene, like a glove. Uh, and I remember when he's fighting the guy in the village. I think there's throw spears. Uh, I, <laughs> I remember the he gets stuck in his guy. leg. Do not pass go. Do yeah, not I collect hundred dollars. And I remember the main, his boss. Uh, if that's Sean Young. Like super hot detective woman, it makes out with her. Turns out he's the villain who got a sex change operation and is hiding his wee wee and just turns her around. It's like sticking out from behind <laughs> us. I remember that. The plot twist. The plot twist. I don't remember that yeah. part at all. I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, as as a boy, I was like, what? you know, as a kid, you're like, I don't understand what's going on. But is that lady a man? I don't understand. <laughs> Why does she have a pee pee? <laughs> what have you brought, Isaiah? What this is what happens when you come up at the end? All right, sorry. Continue. Continue. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is where um, our extra content comes in. The bulk of our content. <laughs> okay. This is where the nonsensical yep, portion comes yep. in. <laughs> uh, I agree with what you said earlier, Sam. Mm-hmm. Like when we were messaging, and you're like, "I wish that there was more world building." Mm, me t- yeah. Everything's very implied. It's very subtle. And it's like believable. It's a lot of showing. It's, it's, believable, it's believable, but but it's like, you kind of want more. Yes. I wanted more. At I least. want more. <laughs> Glow stick umbrellas? Yeah. What else do you have? Glow stick shoes? Like, <laughs> show me more. Is this Tokyo yeah. and America fused into one? Exactly. Some... Is this actually Big Hero 6? Oh. San Fran Tokyo. Oh, what if it is? <laughs> San Fran Tokyo confirmed. My God, is this instead of San Fran uh, Tokyo? It's like La Kyoto, <laughs> LA and Kyoto oh, okay. combined. I like that, La Kyoto. <laughs> it's La Kyoto. Is this is this in San Francisco? Oh uh, yeah, the first movie has a title card where it's like Los Angeles 2019. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How disappointing! How disappointing! This is what they imagined the yeah, future to be. The future right now is just like emojis and social media. And we have robot waifus, though. <laughs> we do. We do. We're getting, We're getting there. there. Living the dream. We got that one. <laughs> you we guess, got that yep. going for us. And with VR, I think I think joy is actually possible. Oh yeah! Sign <laughs> me up. <laughs> Sign, Sign me, me up. up. Robot waifus for the world. <laughs> uh, I'm obviously kidding. Yeah. yeah. I, Mm-hmm. I thought the first Blade Runner was better made, but the second Blade Runner movie, 2049, was like a visual masterpiece. I thought it was stunning. Oh, yeah, totally. And being able to watch that movie in theaters was like quite an experience. Lucky. Yeah. Oh, it was one. I think I might have seen it in wow. IMAX. Yes, the only way to watch it, it. was. It was staggeringly good and with the soundtrack like mm-hmm. just blasting through your chest cavity yeah the sound design you're like oh 
<laughs> Do you know? Uh, you can feel it. That's funny because sure. my cousin, I was talking to my cousin about Annihilation, all these movies, and uh, he was saying that <laughs> all he got from Annihilation was that the ending was too loud. And <laughs> like he watched it in the theaters, so and that's all he got out of it. It's like, it was too loud, bro. I couldn't handle it. That's what he said. <laughs> He's like, it was too loud for me, man. Yeah, it was too loud for mankind. I was just like, I could imagine because that scene was pretty loud on my headphones, just being in a theater and just like having to shake your entire body. (laughs) Oh, I think I was like, it was like sitting, I was like sitting right in front of like a speaker. Oh my God. It was like blasting through my cranium. I'm like, bring it on. (laughs) (laughs) Give it to me. Okay. Harder day. Truly, truly, yeah. truly beautiful. But I oh, thought, it man, it was so funny when I watched 2049. Because yeah. I watched it with a group of maybe like eight people. And me and one other dude had seen the first Blade Runner movie, but no one else had. And they're like, this great Blade, this <laughs> Blade Runner movie <laughs> looks pretty good. And in my head, or I actually yeah. even said, I was like, guys, are you sure you want to watch Blade <laughs> are Runner? Are you sure you have? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, I don't think you know what you're signing yourself up for. And but lo and behold, everyone hated the movie <sighs> except for me and that one guy. You need new friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like, I don't understand this. They're movie. part of the problem. Like, Tell them to go watch like, Suicide Squad, or is he not? And they're like, who is that girl? Is she real or not? <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Dude, I know she's a hologram. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You're part of the part of the problem, people. Or my favorite yeah. is when they're asking questions like, wait, like, what what wait, why why did he do that? Or, who is he? And I'm like, I'm watching the same movie as you. <laughs> uh I think they were like, why are you asking yeah. me questions? I don't know. <laughs> they, they were probably paying uh, attention. It's not enough fart jokes. I don't really blame them. It's like it's like a two and a half hour. Yeah, movie, it, right? it is slow. It's pretty slow. Yeah. If you're not invested, you're not gonna pay attention. I get that. I'm not gonna down them for that. It's not like a movie I can yeah. blindly recommend to everyone, but I would hope that they check like, it out. I, I can see why it flopped and why like a lot of people didn't really enjoy it. But at the same time, like I think the fact that it was like an amazing visual and auditory experience just for the, that like the cinematography mm-hmm. and the sound design sound design alone i think were reason enough for me to really enjoy 2049 totally and the narrative yeah. as well uh, other than it being slow i thought it was very good solid writing I, like i think the third act is uh, like the ending of the film there but, yeah there's some issues i had with the 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 thrusts or like the the motivation for characters and why they're doing stuff uh yeah yeah but yeah still even with that pretty good yeah i think the character motivations are much better written and directed in the first blade runner movie than they are in the second like you very much understand where people are coming from and why they do things Mm -hmm. and you sympathize with all of them like interestingly enough even the bad guys (laughs) you know (laughs) you still sympathize with them um like tears in the rain you know yeah yeah (laughs) gets me well rutger hauer is the most is the most sympathetic character and uh yeah you get that but um i don't know like deckard he's He's an alcoholic man yeah 
who's yeah, fallen to the an alcoholic. I I actually like Rachel's character. I thought was she was yeah I thought really? she was act, she acted yeah. it poorly, but I liked why they put the character there and what she represented. I thought she was way too flat. Yeah, yeah. I I thought she was like, flat. I, I I wish they had a different person acting because like. If you could mm-hmm. see that chemistry between her and and Deckard and like like lively enough where you're like oh this might be an actual human not a replicant you know like if if you could buy that then you know that character I understand why that character exists and there's a purpose for that character it's kind of like she's a thrust where you kind of question or the first one at least she was supposed to be the thrust of where you question are replicants actually human because you're supposed to sympathize with this character and recognize she has human traits yeah. but she did the actress didn't display any of that so i'm like <laughs> okay i'll forgive it a little bit because apparently she hates i mean they eat each hate hate each other harrison ford there was like a scene where that scene where he's making out with her he actually shoved her a little too hard but yeah like but that character, I get it. Like, she didn't act it well at all compared to Rooker Howard. Like, his character, like, even when he's killing, uh, you know, his daddy, <laughs> you see the emotions go his through dad. his face. You know, like, yeah, like, the yeah. cycle of emotions. Like, he's so much better, so subtle, too. But if I just, like, kind of project that onto what Rachel should have been, then I was like, I get it. It's it's the human element uh, that exists in all of us. It's kind of the mundane, the everyday that you're supposed to see and recognize and kind of relate to, which the actress didn't really do a good job of portraying. So, like, what she represents, I, I like what she was supposed to be. I like, uh, as shown in the film, you're right, completely flat. <laughs> yeah, I like the yeah, idea, like the idea the not the execution, yeah. which is why I like That's Robot weird. Waifu does a better job, you know? Robot Waifu does a yeah, she does a job. way better job. Yeah. <laughs> she actually provides thrust in the sense of like, oh, maybe you are the one, and she leads him to question a lot of his own thoughts. <laughs> and what if he's like, oh shoot, what if I'm not you're a right. replicant? <laughs> oh, you're right, you're right. That's a good like, point. Oh, good day. point. Oh, one thing. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like she is a very important and integral to changing the character. You're right. I thought yeah. she was not important, but you're mm-hmm. right. I didn't think of it in that way. I totally agree now. I see your point of view, Barry. I thought she was just there. Yeah, yeah everything everything about her character informs Kay's character, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One problem I had, though. Anna de Armas. Yeah, just one <laughs> tiny problem is when she had the hologram of the horse, and I was like, how did you know what the horse looked like? It was for the audience, obviously. You know, Like, oh, remember this? Wink, mm-hmm. wink. <laughs> I understand that, but like... How does she know what it looked like? <laughs> she can't read its mind. Unlike memory lady who has a magic microscope that like can show you memories. <laughs> can, can look yeah, into your soul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, other than that, I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, I see it. You're right, though. Now that you said it like that, I'm like, you're right. She's She developed mm-hmm. his character. She's an integral character. Right. Mm-hmm. And also, her death mm-hmm. is a huge very important part of his turning point too sad it was so sad (laughs) of him being like oh now i'm willing to die for the cause and like (laughs) time to go save i have nothing to live for my robot wife is dead (laughs) 
You thought you were at rock bottom? Wrong. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. So it sad. is sad. I can't get over how sad his character is. It's like nothing goes yeah. his way. But it, it's good because it gets you to sympathize with a yeah, replicant. Yeah. And it helps once again blur that line between like what is human and what is a replicant. Yeah. He's more human than human. And kind more of, human yeah. than human. Yeah. He's more human than some of the humans. And oh. oh. There go the police. Oh, it's it's a Blade Runner. He found oh, a replicant. There go the popo. <laughs> They're hunting, hunting it, especially in Japan, yeah. you know. <laughs> Robot waifus are everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, like there are some to... real Uncanny Valley yeah. robots. Yeah, I've in seen Tokyo. some on YouTube, not in person. <laughs> I saw some in uh, person. It's yeah, they're very freaky. disconcerting. They're freaky, man. <laughs> I yeah, don't look in the <laughs> eyes, man. It's freaky. <laughs> I made that mistake. I'm like, oh, I regret this. Let's get out of here. She's, she's staring back into my <laughs> soul. Get out the abyss. <laughs> She saw like they're, they're pro- <laughs> I believe they're programmed to make eye oh, contact, no. and then yeah, and you're like, and then they look at you, and contact. you're like, no, nope, that's it, I'm done. Yep, let's get Run out. Free lives. <laughs> I was like, I'm this good. Is, this is what someone trapped in their bedroom, living by themselves, thinks that <laughs> human connection oh, is. <laughs> that's so sad. It is properly displayed as this robot. <laughs> that's so sad. It's like an artist that's never made human contact in their whole life. <laughs> they're they're rendering. <laughs> Or like, like those uh, old, those old medieval paintings where they didn't know what cats looked like, <laughs> so it's just like cat bodies with baby faces. Ah, <laughs> uh, truly beautiful. Or like the very first taxidermist attempt at making a tiger, and they had no idea. They just brought back like the skin, <laughs> and then he shows up, and he's like, uh, uh, "I think I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. It's a meme, right?" <laughs> Or I think yeah, that's no, a real, real thing. thing. My yeah. favorite is the the Jesus Christ painting, or someone did the restoration. Oh yeah, yeah. it looks like a first year oh. art student did yeah. it. <laughs> it looks like a. Uh... Uh, well, the story behind that one was that it's like uh, some mentally distraught oh. lady, like broke into the like a cathedral and painted over like an ancient like a very old <laughs> fresco. I think it was. Unfortunately, and it's like oh my god. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes, Makes sense. sense. <laughs> Yeah, it's very, very unfortunate. Um, but yeah, like but now we have glorious memes as a result. <laughs> now we have glorious, glorious memes. Uh, oh, I think I thought that uh, uh, fake CGI Sean Young gave. It yeah, you're right. You're right. It was better than the original. <laughs> <laughs> it was better than original real Sean yep. Young. Uh, apparently. Mm-hmm. She helped direct the actress. Oh, really? Who was her stand-in okay. for that? Yeah. So she was there on set. Wow. Wow. Yeah, but notice, not with Harrison Ford. <laughs> You're right. Oh, actually, no. They do have that one scene where he's like, "Oh, you got her eyes wrong." Or yeah, something. her eyes are green or something like that. Just walks away, yeah. and then they just plaster. Also, yeah. why would they? Why would they forget such an integral detail like that? That to me is not. Wallace is just a like, throwaway character. That's why you know. I feel like they try to play Wallace as like a kind of god, but then they also kind of play him like he's not an important person. Yeah, at all. yeah. <laughs> Which I appreciate. You know, right? he's just like there, and then you kind of forget about him. He's just yeah. part of the world, like oh, the rock. Uh, Isaiah, I was saying like they should have made made Bezos the villain. 
Yeah, Jeff, Jeff Bezos, like <laughs> old Jeff, and like the corporation is Amazon. <laughs> it's okay. The, that will be the future. It, it already is. It already it. is. We won't. We won't need yeah. a movie. We're rapidly speeding. Where we all future. work for Amazon for like next to nothing. Yep. All hail we Amazon. All yep. It. Oh, hail Lord, Lord Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> sponsor us, by the way. Jeff Amazon. That's his name. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please sponsor us. Uh, we will work in your factories anyway, sooner or later. So you might as well just start paying us now. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I say overall, third act of the first Blade Runner movie makes it. A really good movie and honestly puts it up there for me yeah but the third act of the second Blade Runner movie kind of just like eh, it dies it falls flat for me mm. even though that stunning visual at the end where Kay is like dying in the snow yeah apparently is, there are some cuts where uh, like Harrison Ford doesn't meet the daughter and like Kay is the actual son Oh, yeah, really? they had some. Well, you know, I don't know if it's an actual version, but they were just toying around with that idea. So, like, there's there's different ideas or endings they had that um could have changed it. Yeah, really, they could have Lord of the Rings <laughs> and made twelve endings. Nah, nah. <laughs> I, I I liked it though. I, I liked it as is. But yeah, I think yeah. it works well the way it I, is. I think it works well. I, I don't think, think it it's well. uh I think it's strong emotionally and it's very hopeful. It's a it's yeah. a great catharsis. Yeah, there's a there's a word for you guys to look <laughs> up out there. But I, I I agree with you, Isaiah. I, I like Naked Robot Man, yeah. except for the dove. You know, again, where did he get the dove? That ruins it. The dove. Yeah. It's fine. Where it's where fine. did he, no really bear? Where did it come symbolism. from? It's symbolism. But symbolism. where where did he find a dove? I think there was a throwaway shot earlier in that scene. Oh, with really? A dove. I have Some to check doves, now. I like have to check. Rafters. He just grabbed one. <laughs> What's going through his mind? Yeah, he just yeah. grabs one as as they're oh, running dove. along. I got just grab it. Got him. Got him. I'm gonna need this. In yeah, like three to six minutes. <laughs> so stay still. He like pets the bird, but then pets him with the nail side, and it dies. Like shoot, I gotta get another one. <laughs> just like scrambling. That's why he took so long. Just accidentally killing the doves. Like, oh man, why did they put the nail in my hand again? Symbolism. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, yeah. The dove, though. Yeah. I, I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Dove, dove and all. all. Dove and all. <laughs> dove and all. Yeah. yeah. That was a strong ending. Very it iconic is. ending. Yeah, I think the reason why it was so strong yeah, was a- they don't spend a lot of time showing you they show you bits and pieces here and just hit you with it in the end that's why for me it was pretty strong whereas 2049s develop more smoothly it's like over time it's just it's like a nice crescendo this one's like a sucker punch kind of like you knew it was coming but you couldn't stop it yeah yeah and I feel like I related a lot with that monologue totally because it's like I feel like I've seen and experienced so many things and it's just incredible like okay not that part i haven't seen a lot of things like, <laughs> <laughs> i can i relate to the like, guy though, me, yeah. It was like, yeah it's like speaking we, of blatant symbolism did you get mm-hmm. the there's the obviously the nail in uh 
his hand. Rutger Howard in his hands. And at the end of Blade Runner, um, Love mm -hmm. stabs K in the oh, ribs. Oh, I missed that. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Jesus. All right, all right, okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of Jesus, a little bit right, of Adam right. and Eve. Still better than The Matrix, where Keanu Reeves is literally on a cross and carried out. Literally, literally on a cross. On a cross. Trinity helps him show, <laughs> shows him the way. Oh, wow. Oh, nice mention, Bear. I totally missed uh, that. I just thought she ranked yeah, him. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. think about that. Also, I think she's, yes. you know, like, for robot waifu, she's she's a pretty close second for me. Yeah, she can stab yeah. me any day. I mean, it's only going to happen once, and I'm really? going to die. No. Like... No. I'm, not gonna <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, she has some issues, and I just kind of just want to help her out a little bit. She's probably gonna end up killing you, anyways. But I'm like, hey, it might be worth it. No, okay. Huh. I kind of wish that they toyed more with the idea of like she is capable of feeling emotions, and like she doesn't like working for Wallace, but she feels like she has to out of like love obligation fear <laughs> i feel like that would have been very mm. interesting to play into yeah i think they do yeah there's a little bit of yeah, there subtext bit. there yeah yeah but i kind of wish they dove yeah, more into it, that i think that that would have been a very interesting it's the, it's the blade runner that. problem where if you dive into it and it, it kind of waters down the movie a little bit but then if you don't delve into it it kind of you don't get invested as much into the characters in the world it's like a catch-2020 you know so I understand what he did. A runner. Yeah, runner. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Blade Runner twenty twenty two. Boobs and guns. There we go. That's their title. <laughs> okay, I'll write that down before I forget because uh, I haven't been getting a lot of sleep lately. <laughs> yeah, but overall, I guess for my. Final thoughts, comments. I would say I enjoyed both films. I think that number one was a lot more, was a lot better made. Mm -hmm. But the second one, I enjoyed it for its cinematography. Not as much as narrative, but character motivations and sound design. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah, completely, yes. completely agree. Uh, I would also recommend 2049 over... The original just because i think it'll have really? just because it'll have more appeal i think that's why i feel like you know i think people enjoy it more. yeah i think yeah. they'll enjoy it more because i i had more fun with that movie than the original i appreciated the first mm -hmm. one way more and like it got me more in the feels with, with the the ending scene of the original but like the sequel i was like oh this is yeah. th this is well made um <laughs> i'm not bored at all <laughs> I still got the feels too. I'm still thinking. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. The difference is that uh, in the original, you feel a lot more for Rutger Hauer yeah. than uh, than you do Harrison Ford, and the new one you feel a lot, a lot more for Ryan oh, Gosling. So sad. Than you do for yeah, yeah. love. Mm -hmm. oh, that's a good contrast. They flip it on its head. Mm -hmm. Even though so, he shows less emotion, subverted your expectations. Right? Yeah, he's wearing that fucking Ryan Gosling Mona Lisa smile the entire movie. <laughs> he did it so well, though. He did it the so whole well. Movie. What if him yeah. and Keanu? It works. 
did just the... It works well. <laughs> Keanu, him and Keanu just like, just like no emotion. A monotone delivery. Oh, I would love it. Him and Keanu. It would, it would just be... Mona Lisa oh. smile and Keanu's monotone <laughs> voice. Don't we need Keanu twenty fifty nine? Oh my god, Cyberpunk, dude, Ryan Gosling, yeah. Cyberpunk Keanu. <laughs> oh my god. This is the crossover. This, yeah, movie. this is a crossover. This is the crossover. Movie. Yeah. They're filming, by the way. They are filming. Bill yeah, I saw that. 3. I saw shots yeah, I from the the set. I am. Um, I'm throwing away all of my caution. All the cautions going to the wind. I'm going really. Oh. No, I don't think so. I don't think so, dude. <laughs> I think the key is to expect it to be really bad. So when it's not really bad, wow, wow, this yeah, is amazing. The key- <laughs> I mean, the first two movies weren't good, but they they weren't good, but they were amazing. True, true. <laughs> I don't know if they can reek, so, like, here's the problem. There's so... <laughs> Stay shut! <laughs> like, it, the, the so dumb that it's genius level kind of movie doesn't exist anymore for me. I can't think of anything made in the... Mo- is there any? Because let me know. I would love... Yeah. The thing is, the okay. thing is, so the thing is, okay, that movie is going to fail because nobody currently alive... Cares enough. <laughs> like enough, the current movie going audience is like the 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 zero through twenty nine crowd. We like yeah. don't care. Most most of most of the people who are going to the movies these days were born but, after nine eleven. So but I, I think like, you're forgetting Keanu. It's yeah, the Keanu, Keanu songs. This is where it ends. This is where it ends, dude. Uh, so the Keanu songs. I think Keanu yeah. has enough internet pull and popularity right now that the movie will do well. I hope so. Just because of well, Keanu, I, think, I don't even I know if that's, that's true. true. Like, wait, I think wait. That's true. If you disagree here, let's let's take another prediction here. We're gonna write it down. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay, all right. Okay. So, we'll, Isaiah, you're saying the Keanu sounds will will. Uh, let's do box office. Are, are we betting no, on budget? Box or, office or box opening. Office? Two weeks. Opening weekend. What's the budget? Well, you have to. You have. To, I, I don't Let's know. do box office open, dude. Opening weekend. All right. Opening, opening weekend. week. Opening the entire week. What? What weekend does uh, it come out? That is huge. There's, there's, there's no, no details, details yet. But they're, they're, current, they're still they're still filming. We're gonna do a prediction because if it comes out like winter time, it's got to compete oh. with Star Wars, mm. Mm. right? But if it comes out even later, like in the summer, it's got to compete with Marvel. So that means it's either going to be a late summer release or maybe early fall. Let's test it out. I think That's the Keanu Sans is going right. strong still, you know? I think the Keanu all right, Sans all right. is strong. So let's, let's take... He was just in Toy Story 4, <laughs> and they're probably going to bring you're him right, to Marvel. You're right. He's, gonna be his... <laughs> He's just going to be John Wick. That's his power. <laughs> he kills people. As long as it's not yeah. a fuck you, it's okay. January All right, movie. Barry, you're saying the Keanu signs won't work and that people who care are dead already. Yeah, what, what's your estimation? Star Star Draw just doesn't isn't as powerful okay. as it once was. That's true. Okay. He okay. made the point with uh, Edge of Tomorrow, they, where Tom Cruise didn't bring in the the views. That, that didn't bring yeah, But I, I like Keanu movie. better. Matt Damon was great. <laughs> yeah, Matt Damon. <laughs> I think Keanu yeah, is more lovable. Right? <clears throat> I mean, but like it's the same level of stardom. I would right? say less yeah. is uh, all yeah. A-listers. I would say he's less. So, he's more like yeah. a a B-lister who got a lot of internet appeal. Yeah. 
Keanu? I don't know. Keanu's yeah, definitely an A-lister. Ah, no, I consider him really? to be an A-lister. Matrix That was movies? a long time ago, though. Yeah, all the Matrix movies. I'm talking about currently. I, I don't think that matters. Really? I don't think that okay. matters. All right, it doesn't all right. matter. Anyways. Doesn't matter. I, think, I think once you reach yeah. that class, it's always the same. Let's take some estimations. Let's, let's yeah. write it yeah. down. Estimations. Just rough estimations because, you know, we, we don't know how movies do, but, like, we can compare. Like, do you want some base points? Do you want to see how well uh, Blade Runner did? How, what was, yeah. like, Endgame? Because that's the yeah, highest, that's the highest right? right? <laughs> Endgame was uh, 2.65 billion? billion. Oh, okay. Oh. It's not going to reach that. Billion. <laughs> let's look at something more realistic. Blade Runner. <laughs> let's, not, let's not shoot. It's literally the second highest grossing movie of all time. Not adjusted for, for inflation, okay. of course. Well, now with the the end scene, didn't it just pass? Uh, did it? I think it did, right? <clears throat> I think so. I mean, that's probably it, why they anyway, did it in the first No, that's place. definitely why they did it. That's 110% like, why they did and it. And people but didn't I still care. don't think they hit their mark. All right. No way. Uh, oh, it's, it's number uh, okay. one. Endgame beat Avatar, <laughs> question mark? <laughs> If you want some base numbers, Blade Runner 2049 did 31.5 million opening week. All right. Wow, it's getting close. As of four hours ago, it's 12 million shots. Wow. So just okay. barely there. Yeah. It might crawl past. If they I, keep it in theaters, like no, an no, extra, no. like extend the run a little bit. They, they, they will extend will the run past. probably in uh, like extra like two weeks. <laughs> and that will be enough, I think. A lot of people are going to it's rewatch totally. it. It's a great movie. Um, yeah. Opening week for uh, Blade Runner 2049, 35.1 million. Edge of Tomorrow was 20.1 million. So these are the lower So that's the, like the, lower, the lower end. end. All right. yeah. I think you can estimate like 100 million for a decent film. Like, oh, Let's look up Toy Story 4. No, yeah. 100 million is an exceptional really? okay. film. Yeah, you don't understand is, the scale. Opening well weekend, done. 100 million is like ridiculously good. Say 15 million. Opener. Uh, 50 million is is okay. Is, is okay. Pretty that's good. pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Toy Story that's 4 opens with 1.18 yeah. million. When I see another number, one point. I mean, well, one 135 million. Sorry, 118 million. Yeah, yeah. That's really yeah. good. Well, it's yeah. Toy Story. Toy Story. All right, all right. So that, those are your yeah. basically yeah. your boundaries. You got like 15 million to about 100, 135 million. So let's take our, our guesses here. That's very good. Are we estimating opening weekend or are we ex- estimating oh, opening week? Because yeah. oh. not just the, the problem with uh, like Blade Runner and Annihilation was not just the opening weekend, totally, but the, totally. the drop off. The drop off was precipitous. It was like yeah, the Mariana's punch. <laughs> it just dropped <laughs> out of nowhere to nowhere, I mean. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking forever. that this gone. movie probably won't have legs either. So we can do box office opening week and then we can do just gross. We can do two estimations if you want. So then, like, you can predict that it'll do pretty poorly opening week, but then it'll do better throughout its lifetime, or that you can predict that it'll do pretty well and then just do that's it. You can make any types of guesses now. All right, let's take down your guesses. Yeah. I say. I'm gonna put an okay. asterisk after mine. I'm gonna make two estimates. Even though uh, that's, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, right, I'll do right. two too. Uh, Let okay. me start with mine then. Okay. Okay, you leave. If, you leave. Because there's no. Okay. 
I'm gonna look gotcha, this up gotcha. really quick. Give me a sec. Uh, <laughs> what is this oh, research? <laughs> well, because if if the budget is less than fifty million for this film, which it probably it probably is, is. yeah, then I will estimate an overall draw of two hundred million or less. Gross. Total. Okay. Total. Okay. Gross. If it's over fifty million, which probably means they're spending more budget. Not just on the film, but on promotion. Then uh, I would say, man, probably like two fifty million or more. Mm. You know what? Probably okay, like three hundred okay. million or more. Okay. 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 But even that—that's that's a pretty bold prediction because I don't know if anybody outside of the domestic market cares about this movie at all. Well, if you're right, I'll I'll uh, admit that the last Jedi was. The perfect movie ever made. All right. I never okay. claimed that. No, no, no. I'm I gonna, I'm gonna, that. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna claim it. I never it. said. I'm I never gonna said claim it was it. the perfect movie. I said it was a good movie. I'm gonna claim it as a first person. You know what I'm yeah? With Battlefront yeah. on the line, I've been leaning a little more. Towards Star Wars. <laughs> Battlefield. Yeah. No, no. Come on, Isaiah. It's not that bad, right? Can't be worse than Suicide Squad. They're wearing like giant shoes. You know, they look goofy. <laughs> No, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, well, uh, yeah. Uh, so two fifty is the highest. Um. Okay, Isaiah. Man, that means I have to change my numbers because they were lower than that. <laughs> um. Wait, what'd you say for yeah, opening? Yeah. your? I didn't say opening. No, no guesses. Oh no. I mean, do you think this movie will have legs? Uh, I don't think so. Think so Domest- domestically, yes. Internationally, okay. I seriously doubt it. Yeah. It might have a strong opening, but yeah. I don't. I, I really don't think anybody cares about this movie outside of the You're US. Because right. this it's a cult. It's a it's a cult movie. It's, it's a cult film. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's a cult film. It would be like. I don't know what even the equivalent would be. It, like Wayne's Blade World? Runner, but Blade Runner. Yeah, <laughs> Wayne's I guess World. like Wayne's World. Like Wayne's World. But like, did they? They never re-released that. Bill and Ted. Yeah. Or I like... mean, they made a second movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um. That was filmed in Illinois. Really? Too, I think. <laughs> Could have been part of it. Yeah. Could have been part of it. All right, Isaiah, your guess is unfortunate. Oh, yeah. Total. Oh, opening too. Well, I if said you it get has to do better here, than here. If you, right? if you get opening right, yeah. I'm like I'm I'm. I'm being very okay. optimistic with my with my. No, these are. Really I'll generous. take a note there. Because I was these gonna are extremely actually, generous. I was gonna go less than yours actually. Right. <laughs> Let's hear your guesses. By the way, if you get, uh, we'll we'll do it. We'll make it more spicy. Uh, if you get opening week correct, uh, we will we will skip Pandora. <laughs> oh, <laughs> unacceptable! <laughs> okay. I, I refuse these terms. I do. Okay. I do, okay. I do not all right. No concern. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Mm. I say yeah. opening weekend. Again, fifteen is the low end, lower end. Mm. Hundred thirty-five is like the the top. I say sixty-five. 65. Holy cow! All right. No opening. Yeah. No opening. Opening. Okay. Wow. Opening. Quite generous opening. there. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Wow. Generous, 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 very mm-hmm. generous, yeah. And then, oh 
but for gross, I want to go lower than Mary. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think that this movie will do very well uh-huh. initially, and then not have legs and die. All right, that's my prediction too. But international then, gross, by the way. But then it'll make its money back in streaming and DVD. Movies. Okay. Yeah, there's no way to yeah. measure that though. Yeah, there's but we no don't, we don't know how to measure, to measure that. that. Um, just a little bit more perspective. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a little bit of a, of a leg up here. Dread. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I that movie was okay. Yeah. How much do you think? How much <clears throat> do you think that made opening weekend in gross? Uh, Thirty mil. Fifty. Forty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lower. Okay. Let's, yeah. start, let's start with opening weekend. How much do you think you made opening weekend? weekend? Uh, yeah. Like fifty. Yeah. Forty. Two mil. <laughs> What? You made six million. Wow, that's really low. <laughs> that's really so. Bad. Knowing that, what do you think gross was? I'll still say like a hundred mil, right? Yeah, at least a hundred mil, right? Thirty-five. That's million it. Dollars gross. Yeah, it's just like nothing. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it did that on a, well. On a budget of fifty million. Oh dollars. my god, wow, you lost money. That's a tank right there, man. Well, they probably made it back in the future from yeah. streaming. It takes harder <laughs> than the Hindenburg, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, well, it's I don't think man. it's gonna do that bad, Isaiah. What's your estimation for gross? Yeah, gross. And this is for Bill and Ted Three. We're counting international yeah, as everything. well. Oh, I still kind of want to say under. Okay, 200. okay, <laughs> under two hundred. We have it. Honestly, uh, like one. Uh-huh. 145. I 145. Okay. 145. Yeah, so, so my range of victory is 145 <laughs> yeah. to This is like yes. uh, the price <laughs> yes. is right, you know? I think that's right. decent he, odds. He, <laughs> and then I'm 145. You've got great odds. <laughs> you, you've got, you got 145. All right. Th- this is my estimation. Yeah. You, no, you should, you should do 144. <laughs> 144. <laughs> you should do, you should yeah. price is right as ass. <laughs> <I'm doing laughs> Okay, no, I'm not gonna do it. I, I, I ain't I'm lame, dude. I'm gonna change my dude. answer to 199.9. <laughs> uh, I'm doing 10 mil opening and 50 no, mil give, gross. Give me a big answer, Sam. I'm doing very small, very really? small. 50 small, mil gross. Very small. I'm saying it's gonna fail. The Keanu sounds is dead. No, I, I have faith in the Keanu sounds. I, I don't think it's gonna last much longer. Alright, whoever wins just gets to pick the next movie. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. And it can't be Pandorum <laughs> or Battlefield Earth. It can't be Pandorum. No, oh, we're no, saving that for Christmas. No, 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 that's a contest. We're saving yeah. those for uh, yeah. Star Wars. No, we're doing Star Wars on Christmas. No, I'm saying like, the plan. and then after that, the winner gets to pick Pandorum or Battlefield Earth. Yeah. No, the winner gets the pick of those yeah. two. Yeah. Right, right? Yeah, that way the stakes are high, right? Well, no... <laughs> No, the win the winner of the Star Wars debate gets to pick the pick that those two movies. But this one we could do something else. Uh, just pick uh, another movie. After yeah, Earth. No, exactly. <laughs> like we've just After Earth. I've oh, actually really? seen okay. After Earth. Was it bad or no? <laughs> it's kind of bad. Like, Not as bad as uh, people make it out to be. I, I heard the main problem was that the acting was just super flat. Which is unfortunate because both of them are very talented okay. actors. Okay. Will Smith and Little <laughs> Will Smith. Will Smith, Smith Jr. Absolutely. Have you heard his music? He's a legend. <laughs> I heard his Twitter is a, is a is a legend. 
I've not heard his his music. I'm gonna drop you some links, Barry. It's fire, Whip, dude. Whip your hair back and forth. <laughs> this <laughs> is not a joke. <laughs> I actually like oh, Jaden okay. Smith. Mm, interesting. He's actually making a name for himself too. Interesting. All right. Well, we have our bets down. I don't know what movie I would want to pick. Uh, I'm gonna reiterate this. Uh, Bill and Ted. We're guessing how much it's gonna open and gross. Barry has a very optimistic estimation of 200 mil gross. Uh, 300 mil plus, sorry, gross. And then uh, 200 to 300 plus, e- either one. And then Isaiah has 65 mil for opening, 145 mil for grossing. I have a 10 mil for opening and 50 mil for gross. I don't remember what I said. What was my opening? Uh, like you didn't have a guess for it. Yeah. I don't think you said an opening. Yeah. I, don't th- I don't think I said you an want opening. To get, put yeah. a, I guess I guess I'll just say like uh, uh, like twenty five. Okay. Oh, you think this movie has a lot of legs? <laughs> I think it has legs. I think if it comes out and it's not a huge piece of crap, even if it is a piece of crap, people will watch as long it. as it's fun. As long as it's a fun movie, because it's all the original movies. I just think they can't make fun. the type of movie anymore. The formula is lost to time. I I don't think so. I think you can make whatever the hell movie you want as long as it's done with care. I feel like you need some kind of like magical. You just need LSD. Just sprinkle that on that movie, and it turns great. Yeah, the original movies were were, were made uh, were fueled really? by I LSD so. and cocaine. Dude, that's what that's what's missing. I can feel it. Yeah, it makes it so, much so much sense. Like, uh, <laughs> you need the LSD. Just like. I mean, very yeah, clearly yeah. so, right? <laughs> I now perfectly understand the synopsis <laughs> right? of this film. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, if you watch the stoner movies, they aren't as good. We just doesn't bring out the same thing in these people working in the film. You got You need that LSD. You needed that that, that fucking yeah. insane energy. What's the one Don't surfer Keanu so film? Just <laughs> <laughs> Is that Point Break? Uh. Uh, I don't know. Uh, point break. I think that might. No, that's the like... climbing film. Uh, point break's about point break's about climbing. Everything is the same to me. So, uh, is it not? No, I don't know. I haven't I seen it. So. I was under the impression it was about climbing. A string of bizarre bank robberies in Southern California with the crooks donning masks of various former presidents. A federal agent, Johnny Utah, Keanu Reeves, infiltrates the suspected gang. That's Point Break. But this is no ordinary group. Oh of yes, Gang They're of Surfers, led by All the right. charismatic Bodie Patrick Swayze, who are addicted to the brush of thievery. Wait, wait, <laughs> Gary Busey is in this movie. I million think I want to watch this. Eighty-five now. million box office. This is why they call Thor Point Break. Mm, okay, okay, so better than Point Break. <laughs> point, point Break, even, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, oh right looking at the surfers. poster i understand now <laughs> you gotta see the poster <laughs> ah it I makes sense <laughs> all right well uh, any closing closing thoughts uh, as they went up on a long tangent no, I, I think i pretty much already summed up what i was gonna <laughs> what i liked about the movie yeah okay okay on who any thoughts on Danny Villeneuve? 
Danny Villeneuve. The, the director. director. What else did yeah. he make? Dan Danny Villeneuve. Really? Uh, uh, he's a legend. <laughs> what the yeah. heck? Prisoners? Yeah. He is legend, yeah. I know, right? And he is attached to the Dune project. Yeah, I'm interested oh, in that. Why, he mentioned it. I was like, I want to check it out. So talented, I like this guy after watching 2049. <laughs> <laughs> That's how but it is. Arrival made money. Sicario made money. Like, they were nowhere near as good at, or as big as they should have been. Yeah. Probably because. They're... Man, he's cursed. That's the only explanation. Yeah. <laughs> Probably because, like. Uh... He's cursed. It, maybe he's cursed. Make, man, the man makes great it's movies. Like when you, uh, I, I, I said that he's probably your wish granted by a genie, but it's a really shitty genie. It's like you will make the best sci-fi movies <laughs> <laughs> that no one will care about. <laughs> You'll become a legendary yeah, no director. No one will that care. No one cares about, and all your movies will not uh, make that much money. Uh, dude, that's really sad. Wow, that that just makes me sad for this movie now. That is sad. <laughs> And this director. Yeah, I hope I hope Dune mm -hmm. does well. I hope he gets like more original sci-fi like to work with because yeah. Blade Runner is a sequel of sorts. Dune is a straight-up remake. So I hope he gets more original works to totally. to, to go on. Because <clears throat> mm -hmm. I imagine because like it's been a long time yeah. since The Matrix, right? When is the, the next breakthrough movie coming? It's been a very long time. Uh, are, are you talking, talking about, about Star Wars? I mean, uh, specifically? <laughs> the upcoming Star or Wars in movie? in terms of like new... The Last Jedi? <laughs> oh man. The Rise, the of, Rise Skywalker? of Skywalker? <laughs> I'm kidding. Star Wars stopped being sci-fi a long time ago. Yeah. Science but... fantasy. That's it's not even science. Media. It's just fantasy. So eloquently put it. But that's yeah. all, what it always was. That's what it always was. It was never. It's always, it was it was appealing. It was a space. It was a. It's a space yeah. opera. It happened to be set in space. It's a space opera. If you go into Star Wars and claim that it's sci-fi, then you've ne probably never watched a sci-fi <laughs> movie, where it's people standing around in a room talking about how their warp <laughs> reactor is broken. What what anime is this? Where they power up it. for ten minutes? And that's, yeah, and that's the movie. And then it becomes three episodes <laughs> long. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z, literally. Dragon Ball Z is sci-fi. <laughs> or like, uh, like the the recent Japanese Godzilla movie. The Japanese uh, Godzilla probably. Movie? I would classify oh, okay. that as sci-fi. It's people standing around. <laughs> it's people standing around in a room. Solving a problem. Mm. It's uh, it was Shin Godzilla. Shin Godzilla, King of Monsters. Um, it has nothing to do with the fat American Godzilla. Oh. I still haven't seen it. Yeah, it did. Yeah, King of Monsters, uh, which I still haven't seen. It looks pretty I okay. See it looks fun. It was crit. It's critically panned, yeah, but I don't like, care. I don't, I don't care. Who cares? I think. I just want to see it. Godzilla like, punch a The narrative fucker. is garbage, but Godzilla <laughs> destroys things, which is exactly what you want in a Godzilla film. <laughs> Yeah. Like when I watch Pacific Rim, I don't, I don't really about. care about. Oh, it's you lost spectacle. your brother, bro. I don't want to see you punch monsters you know? in the face with a giant mech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. 
Russian nuclear reactor. <laughs> Rocket fist. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you want. You want to do Pacific Rim? Oh, I mean, that's, that's the that. movie we should do next. Really? We should do Pacific Rim. I'm... Should we do? Should we do? Or or like if you Rim? if you watch Spider Man this Rim? week, then we should do Spider Man. I, I still haven't yeah. seen the new one. Oh, I haven't I seen it so. Yeah. I don't know. If we I should watch it. We should, we should. We need to do it for science. I would love to talk Spider Man though. That'd be a lot for of fun. science. Yeah. For science. You know what? Uh, yeah, I'll go watch it. I'll go watch it this uh, week. Yeah. Alright, alright. Yeah, go watch Spider Man. I gotta pony up some cash. <laughs> I got a credit card, that's what it's for, alright? <laughs> if you would like to send donations, please uh, <laughs> check out my Twitch page. Start a GoFundMe, <laughs> and it's only $10 my, uh, so I can get a movie ticket. My life. <laughs> GoFundMe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna do that. You joke. Yeah, dude. But yeah. Uh,. Yeah, I don't want to eat bag too much. Um, yeah, I, I I will say it was an enjoyable okay. movie. Very much. I don't know if I agree with you said that this has the best. I would say sequence. any Marvel movie. Your favorite action but I think sequence from any Marvel movie? It's probably one of the. I don't know if I my, agree with that. I honestly enjoyed it, and I thought it was one of the most visually impressive fight scenes that I've seen in any Marvel film. Yeah. I did see the trailer and it seemed like there's a lot of stuff going on. (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah, the final action set piece. You didn't like it? I don't. I don't. The the final action scene. I I didn't dislike it. I thought it was good. I don't think I would rate it as the best action scene. Um. Yeah, visually. More because it wasn't. It was visually great. I loved everything. Mm. I loved everything they did with Spider-Man in the scene. I think that uh, you want it to be uh, uh, like I, the. I raid. generally prefer action to be a little <laughs> bit more grounded. John Wick, <laughs> the raid. I don't need it. I don't need it to be like the raid or whatever. But like, uh, I don't know, because it was almost mostly CG. You need. You I just, need more I just Captain need a America. More less CG. Real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah, I yeah, yeah that fight honestly handling amazing. still by him. Really he actually did by me. himself. Yeah, I saw him go Dude, like, go through of, training uh, and stuff. He spent like hours doing the knife of motions. Grounded martial arts films, <laughs> Shaolin soccer. Yeah, Shaolin Uncle soccer. Hustle. Heck yeah, <laughs> Shaolin no, soccer. I, I watched, yeah. You know, we should we should do that. We should do that for like a yeah, yeah. Uh, I watched Shaolin Soccer, the original cut, and I think they cut out like twenty minutes mm-hmm. or something for like the American release. There's what a lot of like talking going on in that movie, and the people are watching like this is boring. Yeah, dialogue. And I was like, guys, this movie is awesome. Just wait for it; it'll be worth it. I promise. Dang, you guys should watch Mermaid. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's called. That's the Mermaid. No. Yeah, that's. It's his later film. It came out 2016. Is that one of one of, one of his earlier yeah, films? Yeah, directed by Stephen Chow. It was right? very under the radar. Wow. Like, no one really cared about it stateside. 
but it did pretty well 55 mil for uh, box office or 553 mil is it yeah <sighs> yeah it it flew very much under the radar but i thought Whoa. it was very good and the cgi in that movie is pretty impressive yeah mm-hmm. really like, the mermaid really? the cgi in shell and soccer is like yeah literally this so bad good. it literally makes it's yeah, so it bad that it makes film. the movie better the same thing with like kung fu hustle okay i'll read the little blurb like the crap shot a mermaid better. is sent to Juan? assassinate zwan zwan Juan. anyway uh develop I can't pronounce these. Uh, a, a developer who threatens the ecosystem of a race but ends up falling in love with them instead. It sounds like so a K drama. <laughs> yeah, it's Alright, I'm watching this movie. <laughs> the Chinese Hong Kong fantasy romantic comedy. Yeah. Uh- Mm, a rom-com okay well i guess i guess we could do yeah let's let's definitely shoot all right we'll, we'll do it i'll watch it don't worry yeah and then we could do we could do a two-go episode on like pacific rim we do evangelion or what was it shallow soccer yeah because uh we got evangelion. a request man nope. evangelion <sighs> what is it isaiah have you seen yeah, I mean it's twenty, twenty six. Oh, the the TV series. I thought I was talking about the movie. Yeah, you, there's no point in watching that movie. No, that'll be interesting. I want to see. We'll get zero. Absolutely That's why it'll be funny. <laughs> it's an anime. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Bro, uh, we should we should do Evangelion. One Punch no, Man. Well, it's a two core, but it's <laughs> okay. one season. It's twenty four episodes. I think they just finished season two. One Punch! See, One Punch Man. Yeah, they just finished season two. We could do One Punch Man, but then, like, it has to be a full episode because you gotta spend some time covering all the stuff that he's making fun of. Uh, (laughs) There's there's tons of stuff in there. There's like some very subtle and some not so subtle nods. Even and, like, there's so much meta humor in, in that show. <laughs> what? What? Oh, it's oh, in Ikebukuro. Really? Oh, I know exactly oh, what Oh, I'm is. sure there is. It's it's a fucking cultural phenomenon, my I'm, friend. I'm not a fan, though. I'm not a fan. I mean, it's not... It's definitely not a perfect anime, but it, you totally. cannot deny... Totally. Like, when it came anime. out, it was the only thing people talked about. I that like and Kawa Diba were pretty like much Japan, the always top two represented. I don't see any, like, merchandise, any advertising. It stopped yeah. being... Oh, this, yeah. Like, the second, just, the second yeah, season... It stopped being a parody and just became what it was making fun of. <laughs> it's fine, I mean, it's, it's good. It's fine, yeah. though. It's the same yeah. thing that happened with the Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball was was making fun of action shown in anime, and this then it became everything that it that. hated. I, uh, the mermaid is kind of cute, though. Yeah. Um, it's it's literally. Yeah, wow, this Dragon is Ball. so meta. In fact, it's making it's fun of Dragon Ball. It's making fun of itself by not making it's fun making of itself because like it used to make fun of itself. Bro, the meta, the 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 levels, man. <laughs> it's too many layers, dude. Too many layers. <laughs> 
we're going too deep. All right, let's let's do this. We we're gonna do the end of Evangelion, but Isaiah's not gonna watch the anime, watch... and then I want to see the the entire episode. And is me, Isaiah's... the whole episode is me being like, do you just watch the movie, and then we're gonna why. see your take. <laughs> What is, yeah? <laughs> what is going on? And then Barry is just explaining. Yeah, who is Barry's this? Just, yeah, what is this? What is this? Why is why this? Why is Shinji this? such a, a a little wuss? Oh, and, dude, uh, I'm ready. That's all you need to say. <laughs> I'm ready. Briefly, uh, but yeah, I, I think it's very interesting because, like, I want to see someone watch it without any context whatsoever and then try to formulate an opinion on it and then uh i want to see what that opinion is wait there's multiple movies oh no you know what here's what we're gonna do um yeah you watch it you watch this movie oh uh there's a bunch of different movies okay what you want to watch is end of evangelion you do not want to watch evangelion um 1.0, 2.0, 1.0, 2.0, Don't ask questions. Yeah, <laughs> there's numbers. I'm, I'm so confused. Yeah. End of Evangelion. It's going to be the Evangelion. whole episode. Yeah. Don't worry this about it. It's going to be like a five-hour podcast. Yeah. The rebuild of Evangelion? What? End okay, of this Evangelion? Is, is it? Okay, that's doable. <laughs> no way. No, not rebuild. Not rebuild. And, yeah, hundred yeah, minutes. Do not rebuild is not what you want to watch. Or is that don't, like don't hey, let's make a TV it. show? Oh wait, we don't have budget we'll for a TV show. Later. Let's make it into a movie. <laughs> but okay, okay, okay. No, they had more than budget for it. Uh, it's it's complicated. Um, but watch watch End of Evangelion, and then we're gonna spend the. The first okay. opening of the review. Yeah, you're gonna tell us what you think. That's good about. too. Yeah, yeah, I this like this. Like, this is like our original like, vision for the anime podcast we had. I started. <laughs> yeah, I walked That's in. All you on some need. people watching. Just tell Akira, me what you think the show is about. Like, towards the third act, and I was just like, "What in the huh? hell is going on?" <laughs> oh yeah, that movie goes and places. I was just like, dude. Oh, God, I was just that's the there. worst part yeah. of that movie. What's happening? You're like, Nani. All right. For context, for people listening, Isaiah is not a weeb, so yeah. this will be this will be great. Yeah, he's Even in Weebland. He's, he's trapped there. Help. Hashtag free Isaiah. Uh, I'm just joking. He's not trapped there. Send help. Uh, we have a yeah. <laughs> we have a tips page. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. You can actually you can actually go to Akiba and buy a physical copy of it. Oh, I think that's like. You're like turning him into otaku. It'll probably cost yeah. like two hundred. What next? A body pillow? <laughs> Get a docky, dude. Get. Bring uh, it's going boy. to a maid cafe. <laughs> oh. oh man, they're so awkward. They're so. Yeah, awkward. I would not want to go, but I would definitely go to the place that picks your ear for you. No. You have to, you have to go, dude. You just gotta do it. Maid cafe. But okay, I'll do it. It's <laughs> an experience. Okay. A really weird one. I think we lost Isaiah for a little bit, but anyways, uh, that's a great plan. So all right, we are doing Pacific Rim one and two for next week's episode, and for a pointy hat, yeah. 
Well, if you see. Oh, Spider Man. Sorry, Spider Man. I forgot already. My bad. I forgot. <laughs> I actually forgot. We're gonna do Spider Man Far From Home uh, next week. And then we will do uh, End of Evangelion. Whoa. <laughs> As per requested by Fink for a pointy hat to get to go. Bonus content. Also, if you want to send us any email, questions, comments, movies you would like to see, you can email us at pointyhatcast at gmail.com. Again, it's pointyhatcast at gmail.com. There's no duh in the in the front. <laughs> I made a mistake <laughs> last week. <laughs> uh. Yeah. All right. With the, with that, any any closing thoughts? Anything else you guys want to talk about before we go? How much I'm, am I I'm, gonna hate I'm this? Very excited <laughs> Me too. Because you know. Uh, I think that I don't, makes me I don't know if you'll hate it at all. I think you're, just be <laughs> really you, you're funding us, yeah. Okay, 1997. Yeah. All right. I, I, my prediction is this: this movie has absolutely no value. I, I, yeah, me too. Like <laughs> but it's Google. great. It's I want to know. It's like nerve faces. It has literally zero value. Humanity itself. Yeah. But in the end of the fate of the world depends on Shinji's choices. This effectively explains nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 No, you like what? you're probably yeah. better off going into it <laughs> cold. Reading a synopsis will make you more. Also, confused. you're not gonna watch the anime. You're probably gonna not like the like anime Cloud anyway, Atlas, so might as well do I this. Right? It, you're gonna watch a, a 90 minute. And then movie. I read a synopsis, and somehow I came out more confused after <laughs> I'd seen the film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the more the actual anime is not as complex. Yeah, it's as not. It's pretty. How many brain cells yeah. do I have to be able to rub but together to is, understand this? <laughs> it is confusing. Though. More than two? Yeah. Uh, at least five. five. Oh, uh, I was gonna say five. Oh, I'm five gonna go with three. I think at least five. Because you know, when you rub them together, not all of them will touch oh. at the same time. So I'm just throwing in more just so you get, you know. A higher chance oh brain cells touching together. <laughs> so, so are we doing this next week, or are we, when are we gonna do this? <laughs> uh, whenever you're free. Yeah. We'll do it some t- at I... some point during this next week. Whenever you're free. Whenever after you've watched it. Yeah. It'd be nice and sweet. Also, you don't have to watch anything because you already watched Spider Man. So all I all I gotta do is mm-hmm. watch Spider Man before Sunday, and then you just. Uh, I have to watch End of Evangelion too because it'll be nice to brush up. But all you gotta do is watch a ninety-minute anime movie that you know nothing about. It's probably gonna be super confusing because you lack the context of watching, you know, twenty-six episodes before. You know, that. Uh, uh, what is it? Kimi that explains everything Nonawa. to you. So yeah, it's like your name. So the the director oh, yeah, just came yeah, out with his yeah. second film, and it yeah. released maybe a week ago in Japan. Oh really? And it's like kind of hyped. But also, I've heard reviews are kind of bad, so I don't know if I'll go watch it or not. But yeah, mm. turning into a weeb, dude. You're staying in I Japan way too long. You gotta get out. <laughs> Turn. It. You must run. You gotta come back with the body fill. I would love. Please. <laughs> come back. Oh my! You're gonna come back as. Yeah, you're gonna come back with a robot waifu. waifu. You're like, oh my god! Don't look at her. Don't look at her eyes. Man, I see people literally. She's staring like, at you. <laughs> 20 to 30 dollars to yeah. win like 
a plastic figurine at the arcade and i'm like oh man <laughs> oh man uh, why the gotcha game they call it gotcha the games because they gotcha they gotcha cash <laughs> yeah, they gotcha yeah. good but have you been into a no. pachinko parlor <laughs> it just smells they of are smoke. <laughs> so loud i was what? unprepared for how like Wait, isn't it like didn't they make are. it so that you can use those balls to pay for stuff? Cause there's some gambling allows in place. Yeah, and they, I don't okay. know. Uh -huh. I, I don't know what the deal is, but like I I, I wanted to play, yeah. I wanted to try it, and I walked into a pachinko parlor. You got to bring earplugs. Like Thirty dude. seconds, and I turned to the guy I was with. And I'm like, you got to bring earplugs. It's the only way. I'm I like <laughs> immediately have a migraine headache. <laughs> yeah. Just. It's unbelievable. For, for such a quiet like you can country, tell where they it are just from how, how loud they are. Like, are. A block away. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you're like walking down the street and you just hear like, it's like a hurricane. Thousands of metal balls clanging against <laughs> things. Yeah. It's unbelievable. My God. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I digress. I, I'm, I'm excited I, to see your take on what the <laughs> fuck is going on in Evan and Evan. Okay, Evan me too, it. me too. I, especially with zero context, because like, yeah, just don't say anything. I, yeah. I'll, I'll see for myself. Not a huge <laughs> fan, but I can't. Yeah, I won't. I won't. Yeah, I'll see for myself. Yeah, you'll see for yourself. You're gonna <laughs> be disappointed <laughs> by yourself, you know. <laughs> All right. All right, that's great. So next week we'll do a podcast yep. on Spider-Man: Far From Home. Uh, reiterate, this week we did Blade Runner and Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Highly recommended by all three oh, of us. So guys, please go check it out so that you guys more movies of this caliber get made. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We need we need your score. Uh, so we have a Suicide <laughs> Squad rating system. It's based on how many Suicide Squads do you give this movie? Don't think too much. There's no actual science behind this. <laughs> Barry gave Blade Runner seven Suicide Squads. I gave Blade Runner nine. And then I 2049, Barry gave a nine as well. And I also gave 2049 a nine. Currently, this is really? our highest rated movie so far. All right, what about you? Yeah. Yeah, for 2049. I think uh, I rated something else a nine. I don't remember. Man, it's not on here. I don't know if I'd rate it that high. <laughs> oh man, might have to. Oh, you're thinking to too much. It's just Suicide Squads, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, first Blade Runner. How many Suicide Squads? Remember, first we're comparing Blade it to Runner. Suicide Squad. Yeah. You can go up to eleven. You gave us <laughs> Inception eleven. We're not counting well, you guys this yet because we yet, haven't so seen we'll it. See. But uh, um, just for a scale. I'd say... you know, Eight. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it flat eight. I eight. Think. Okay. Wow. All right. Twenty forty nine. Okay. Uh, and twenty forty nine. Man, maybe eight point five. I don't think I'd give it a nine. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You gave it yeah. higher than the original, I, though. All right. I originally gave it an eight, and I yeah. thought about it for a minute. I'm like, eight point yeah, nine. I'll, I'll yeah, again, there's no, I'll there's no actual <laughs> system to how Suicide Squad rating system works. <coughs> oh, please don't think about it. <laughs> All right. Yep. The harder you yeah. think about it, the more it's you kind of like Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Alright, well, we have a rating system down. Uh, okay. Again, uh, next week's episode on Spider-Man Far From Home, we'll have, we'll cover End of Evangelion for a bonus content episode. If you have any comments, questions, requests for movies to go over, please email us at pointyhatcast at gmail.com. It should be forwarded to all three of our emails, so we should all get it. And then we'll probably ignore it. I'm just kidding. We'll read it on the show. And now our podcast will turn oh. into five hours <laughs> if you do that. Okay. Uh, yeah, please check out Blade Runner 2049. Um, it's a well-made film. We wouldn't recommend it unless it was well-made. It's not going to appeal to everyone, but it's definitely worth checking out and supporting. All right. With that, any closing thoughts before we go? Stay pointy. <laughs> yes. Thanks for stopping by, Stay guys. Pointy. Stay pointy. Stay pointy. Uh, Till next time. <laughs> I stopped. It's the recording. Uh, We're still streaming. All right. Don't forget to end your Audacity recordings. And I'm gonna give it a closing audio right, sync, right. even though I know you're not gonna get on your your end. This has been Pointy Headcast Episode Nine, Blade Runner. Gen. July, sorry, July 8th, 2019. Alright, let's do that thing where we count down and say point D2. I like that. <laughs> like, you know, like a. Okay. Alright, we're gonna do 3, 2, 1, point alright? Right? For, for another audio sync. 3, point 2, T. 1. Oh, I said you ruined it! <laughs> you said it a little too late. Can you do it again? Alright. Alright, 3, 2, point T. 1. Okay, that was better. <laughs> Darn it. Yeah, we're po- recording. Oh, yeah, we're stopping recording. All right, I'm All right. stopping my recording.